Production. Recorded live. So this is Christmas. What have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. And so this is Christmas. Yes, folks, it's a happy Christmas, all right, by the great John Lennon, 1972, ladies and gentlemen, and it is the holiday season upon us starting this week, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 118 of Raw Radio, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND. You can join us right now. This is the Lone Wolf, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and with me tonight, however, as always on Mondays, however, is my tag team partner, from Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine from Front Royal Virginia. Hopefully everything's getting ready for the Thanksgiving holiday and for the Christmas holiday. The human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you today? I am good. As am I. We have got a lot to dive into, as we like to do every Monday, hour. so let's get to the top stories of the day. Of course, we've got a lot to talk about here this afternoon on Raw Radio. Some entertainment news to report out as we begin today, however, in some ways, however, a very unique uh, weekend to say the least, of course, the first of which, of course, we heard last night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, mass murderer Charles Manson, who back in 1968, of course, murdered actress Sharon Tate, the former girlfriend of former film director Roman Polanski, however, passed away very early this morning in his California jail cell at the age of 83 years old. Manson, who, of course, has been convicted as one of the most mass murderers in recent history, however, had been serving a life sentence in jail, and as a result, he passed away very early this morning in his jail cell, we understand. Also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of entertainment, however, actress Della Reese, best known for her role, however, in the movie Harlem Nights and also by the TV show Touched by an Angel today, passed away this afternoon at the age of 86. Our thoughts and prayers are with Della's families and friends, of course. She was married to actor Red Fox, best known for his role as Fred Sanford on the TV show Sanford and Son, and also who started with, of course, with... Red, of course, along with Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy in the 1989 gangster comedy Harlem Nights, if you will. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, singer and songwriter David Cassidy is in very serious grave condition, however, at a Florida hospital as of this weekend. Reports say he has kidney failure and they're not expecting him to live, but you never know. We are saying prayers for Cassidy's friends and fans 
family. However, certainly, however, this will be a very tr- tough ordeal to lose another songwriter since we lost the songwriter just a short time ago and Tom Petty earlier this year. Uh, John, they say things happen in three, however, and this has been a crazy weekend to say at least with the well, what a crazy death been going on this year. Certainly. I mean, in the world of entertainment, in the world of music, in the world of uh, history, I mean, it has been, again, a very crazy year now. Like, <coughs> Sorry about that. I had something in my throat there. I'm okay now. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And like I said, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Cassidy's friends and family and fans. Uh, his stepmother, of course, is Shirley Jones, best known as uh, Shirley Partridge from the Partridge family, of course, who grew up about a half hour away from my neck of the woods in the coal mill town of Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Of course, Delery's passing away earlier today. And uh, as far as Charles Manson goes, I mean, even though we knew what he did back in the day in the late 60s, how it was brutal and heinous and just totally wrong, however. Certainly, and he blamed it on blacks. Yes, he did. But now we can say, however, this man has finally uh, been put to his final resting place, no pun intended, and we know where he's heading now, however. So uh, certainly it has been a crazy day, to say the least. In the meantime, however, we're going to talk some football now, however, and certainly a lot of football news coming out of the weekend. However, of course, nothing has changed, however, except for uh, the NFL and the college pro scene. Of course, the NFL yesterday, the New England Patriots, of course, defeated the Oakland Raiders in Mexico City 33-8. to the story here, Tom Brady, again, looking very sharp last night. The Dallas Cowboys absolutely getting crucified at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles, no pun intended, 37-9, as Jerry Jones and company got whacked in the mouth. John's boys, of course, blew a 15-point lead and a tough one against the New Orleans Saints there. In New Orleans, of course, they will be playing the G-Men of New York this Thursday night in Washington on Thanksgiving night. That's going to be a very interesting matchup, of course. Dallas will be playing this Thursday against the L.A. Chargers at home, however. And right now, of course, the other story is what happened in Mexico, of course, with Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, Mr. Beast Mode himself, took it upon himself once again to take be the center of attention, however, not Tom Brady here in Mexico over the weekend. As a result... He sat for the U.S. National Anthem last night, we understand, in Mexico. He stood for the Mexican National Anthem. Needless to say, Roger Goodell and the league have not taken any action against this man yet. We know Goodell's in a fight with Jerry Jones, John, but now it looks like he might have a bigger fight with Marshall Lynch. What's your take of what's been going on in the NFL this week? Well, it's been crazy. <laughs> Ever since these uh, whole, um, whole, um, let's see. Protest the whole national anthem. Yes, the protesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It has been crazy, no doubt about it. And of course, tonight we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling out to Seattle to take on Seattle. That'll be a very interesting game. Kickoffs just after eight o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on ESPN. But speaking of which, how are ladies and gentlemen? However, we're going to talk here this afternoon about the war games. We're also going to talk about the Survivor Series that happened this weekend. And uh, of course, don't forget, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, as I plug every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, before, during the show, and after the show, check out John's Facebook page at grohs at facebook.com. Tonight, I'm sure John will have a lot to talk about what's been going on in the world, however, this past week and the last week or so. So be sure to check that out just after 11.30 tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure he'll also be giving you a Thanksgiving wish and a turkey late to boot. So on that note, let's go to John right now, who has our birthdays and dates from the weekend. And when we get back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk a little bit about the war games and also what happened at Survivor. And joining us on the line, I see right now, before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is our good friend Roddy K. Roddy K., uh, welcome to episode number 118. Thank you. I had to call in. I was listening to the IF. What did you say the score was last night against the Cowboys? 
the Philadelphia Eagles absolutely pummeled them, 37-9. to I mean, it was ugly. I mean, it was 9-7 at halftime. Dallas was leading. And then Philadelphia and Carson Wentz just absolutely went ballistic in the second half. 30 to nothing, they outscored him. Uh, I did mention, of course, I'm sure if you heard how, about the whole Marshawn Lynch thing in Mexico City. And if you didn't, I'll tell you real quick before John gets us the uh, birthdays and dates. However, Marshawn Lynch took it upon himself once again to be the center of focus, however, as he sat down during the U.S. anthem last night in Mexico as the Raiders... Are he a Mexican? What's that? Yeah, Mexican? No. No, they were playing oh, in Mexico. That's double stupid, then. That was double stupid. I agree with you. Yes, no doubt. I agree. Anyway, he sat down for the U.S. anthem. He stood up for the Mexican anthem before the game, and of course, the Raiders got pummeled, thirty-seven to eight. But uh, that being said, it, it, it was a very interesting thing. And like I said, some other games I talked about. Of course, John's boys, the Skins, uh, lost a fifteen-point lead. Of course, uh, the Cleveland Browns were zero and ten. They just continued to suffer. Uh, the Packers got shut out by Baltimore. Uh, just some of the games, and of course, in the college scene, real quick, uh, I'll mention Alabama and Auburn won, Notre Dame barely won, Miami came back in the fourth quarter to beat Virginia. They got a, and of course, uh, Oklahoma beat West, uh, Oklahoma, yeah, beat Kansas. But the story there is Baker Mayfield apparently will not be playing, however, or at least the start of the game this week, after apparently grabbing his crotch and yelling out to the Kansas fans what he thought of them. And as a result, Lincoln Riley, the Oklahoma coach today, said he has been suspended, but he will he will play, but he will not play uh, at the start of the game this coming week against West Virginia. So we're going to have to wait and see how that goes. Yeah, so, that's where I live. I was watching the game. I was watching OSU get destroyed. Okay, yeah, that, that was there. a tough one OSU for them. Came, yeah, I, I'll tell you what. OSU you came back Yep. and uh, almost won, and uh, – I guess give it up to uh, Drew Brees. Yeah, they came yeah. back Mike, and uh, Mike won. Riley, Mike, Mike um, Gundy, I like him. I mean, I really do. And I saw Oklahoma State earlier this year when they came to Pittsburgh with Zach, with, with Rudolph and Woods and Washington. I like that trio a lot. I think Rudolph's a great guy, a great future in the league. I think Washington's going to be the next great wide receiver, I feel, barring injury and barring any personal issues. Uh, right now, I think, however, I mean, I hate to say it, Oklahoma's still the team to be in the Big 12, but you look at teams like West Virginia, I mean, they took one on the chin last week against Texas, and they lost their quarterback at least maybe for the rest of the year, however, which is a big blow for them as Will Greer went down with an injury. But I'll tell you what, I think Oklahoma, oh, yeah. that, that's a big blow for them. So I, I'll Oklahoma say right now, can produce some good quarterbacks, but Sam Bradford yes. just didn't. He didn't live up to his uh, No, Sam Bradford's uh, one of those guys who haven't lived up to the hype. You're exactly right. Uh, you're we got Landry, Landry Jones. I think he's still, what, is he second? Yeah, he's, he's, still, he's, still with, yeah, he's still with Pittsburgh, yes. He's backing up Ben. Yeah, he hasn't done too – I mean, he hasn't played all that well. The only guy I'd say in the last maybe 10 years that has come out of OU that has been a big success, even though he has struggled a little bit this year, however, because of his attitude, is Adrian Peterson. I still think Adrian Peterson is still, uh, I mean, is not a bad back. Don't get me wrong. He's a good back. But I just think over the last year or two, I think his attitude has gotten the best of him. You know, I think a yeah, lot what's, of what's, what's getting these What's getting these young kids uh, before they get into football or in football? I mean, we had, uh, what's a few years ago, uh, was it Justin Blackman? And he, I think he goes to Florida, and he's he's, he's drunk again down there. Yeah, I don't he, think he got cut by Jackson. He, he might be the biggest bust that he might be one of the biggest busts that's come out of the, in the NFL in a long time. Between him and Johnny Manziel, I would say, are the last in the last few years have become the biggest bust in the league. But we'll talk more about football at, uh, next week. However, in the meantime, we're now going to go to birthdays and dates with John. And of course, when we get back, folks, and if you want to stay with us right here, we're going to go over the War Games and last night's Survivor Series. We're looking forward to maybe hearing your opinion. If you have an opinion, we'd like to hear your thoughts on that too. So let's go to John right now with birthdays and dates. John, go right ahead. Okay. 1938, Jim Londas beat 
Bronco Nagurski to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Nagurski. Nagurski. Yes, he used to play for the Chicago Bears. Uh, He was a part-time wrestler. He was also an All-American. I think he also wrestled in college at the University of Minnesota, if I remember hearing correctly. He was also, he played football and did wrestling in Minnesota. Yep. 1978, Mike George and Randy Taylor Tyler beat Jerry Brown and Bobby Jaggers to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. Bobby Jaggers, I think, was a wrestler in the old NWA Southeastern Territory, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. 1984, Gran Hamada won the NWA World Middleweight Championship over Gran Tachasi. Sounds right, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, yep. 1989, the Steiner Brothers beat the Fabulous Freebirds to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Ooh, that would have been a great match to see. 1992, Ricky Steamboat and Shane Douglas beat Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes to win the NWA WCW World Tag Team Championship. Yep. Um, Sting beat Rick Rude in a semifinal match of the King of Cable Tournament. That's right. Yes. And what did that? What did the King of Cable tournament mean? I think the King of the Cable tournament, if I remember correctly, it was sort of like the Rumble. I think they took the top eight guys. It was sort of like, like a top ten list, and who it was like one versus eight, two and seven. And I think it was like like they do in the NCAA basketball. They divided it up into the top eight or top ten seeds, however, that were ranked in the power rankings. I think back then in WCW, I think that's how they worked it out, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, 1995, ECW was held at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Yes. 1996, in the Monday Night Wars, WCW Monday Nitro beat WWE Raw. Hmm. Interesting. In 2001, WWE Survivor Series was held at the Greensboro, North Carolina Coliseum. And speaking of Greensboro, Woo! folks, this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, however, our leader and uh, cohort, Mr. WCW himself, along with Big Bad, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, will be at the legendary Greensboro Coliseum for Starcade, which is this Saturday, folks, at the Coliseum. Yes. And that Anytime marches... you say Greensboro, North Carolina, you got to say, woo! Yes, you do. You definitely got to say, woo! woo. He will be there. He will be there. Woo! And he was there last Tuesday. We saw him in Charlotte. He was there last Tuesday cheering his daughter on and seeing her uh, win for the fifth time. It marked the end of the WCW-ECW invasion. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. 2004, John Cena beat Carlito to win the WWE United States Championship. 2005, this evening's Friday Night Smackdown was a tribute show to Eddie Guerrero. I do remember that, yes. And we saw what 2007 WWE Survivor Series was held in Miami in front of 12,500 fans. Yes. And getting back to Eddie for just a minute, I do remember the last image of that show when uh, I think Batista came out and had an Eddie shirt says, I'm your poppy, and he laid it right in the center of the ring. It's his tribute to Eddie, because he was very close with Eddie, I remember. Yep. I wasn't privy to your, your call when he died. Does anybody have a speculation on what exactly happened? With Eddie? 
Yeah, was it drug abuse and overexertion? Uh, they said it was a heart attack, I believe. remember hearing the story at the time, however, and I think even before he passed on, however, especially the last couple of years, I mean, he, he got himself clean. I mean, they he went to rehab. He had to get himself really cleaned up, however, and uh, apparently I guess he found God, I heard, and uh, he was uh, really starting to see the light for a change, and I think that's remember what I remember hearing, and then all of a sudden they found him in a hotel room in Minneapolis, I remember. In fact, it was Chava who found him, his nephew. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, uh, keep the call going. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to throw no, that okay. there. I mean, I'm glad you asked that question. A lot of people... A lot of people, uh, some people didn't know how he passed away. I mean, Eddie was one of my fans. I, I mean, I, I mean, I've I mean, been just, an Eddie fan for about 25 years. I mean, I go back with Eddie to ECW in the mid-90s when him and Malenko started fighting each other in ECW. That's how far back I go with him. And Eddie was always I a just want to throw a little advice out there to people like uh, help my cousin. Anytime yeah. you get better or start improving, you run the risk of overexertion. If you can't breathe, you shouldn't be doing it. So just use right. caution out there. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. I agree with you. And like I said, Eddie was Eddie was definitely a, a great guy. I mean, he, in and out of the ring, I mean, a lot of people were friends with him. I mean, whether it be guys like Jericho, Benoit, Ray Jr., uh, others. I mean, he 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 taught he basically learned a lot from this old man, the uh, late great Gory Guerrero. And of course, uh, he passed it on to his nephews, uh, Chavo. Of course, his uncle Chavo Classic, who passed away about earlier. I think it was this past year, last year, was Chavo Senior. Uh, Mondo and of course Hector, his brother, or his other nephew. So uh, the, the Guerrero family tree is definitely very famous in Mexico. Go ahead, John. All right. Moving on. Do we have any birthdays at all? Nope. 2012. Oh, I, 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 wait, I do see one, I think. Uh, Natalie Osman, who worked as Buggy and Buggy Nova, turned 28 on Saturday, and that's all I see right now. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. 2012 WWE Survivor Series was held in Indianapolis in front of eight 500 fans, and that event was notable for the Shield debuting. Yes, that's right. That is right. Yep. I, I remember that. Um, yeah, because CM Punk beat John Cena and Ryback to retain the WWE Championship. Yeah, because the Shield, I remember, had finished up their dates with NXT a few weeks before, I remember. I think they had, and no one knew they were coming in at first. And like I said, uh, like I said, they were surprised. Uh, they surprised a lot of people that night in Indianapolis when they showed up. All right, 2013 on Monday Night Raw, Big E defeated Curtis Axel to win the WWE Intercontinental title. I do remember that, yes. Yep. Uh, but you did forget some birthdays, too, J.D. Oh, I did? Which one? Yep, Gregory Edwards turns 36. That's right. I forgot. Thank you. Yep, yep. Tomoaki Hama turns 41. Mm-hmm. Tayo Ki turns 42. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Belden Haskins turns 67. Hmm. Happy birthday to all of them. And today would have been the 48th... Birthday for for oh excuse me Japanese wrestler Koichiro Kimura. I'll tell you what you more and more you're getting better with your Japanese compared to me. I mean Christ, I can't pronounce half these Japanese names. You're doing better than <laughs> I am. I never took Japanese in school. Very good. Okay, let's go to Sunday. All right. Well, me neither. I never took Japanese in school. Speaking I mean, of Japanese, where's yeah. Nakamura? 
Uh, he's on SmackDown right now. He's doing pretty well, actually. He's doing very well, and he did pretty well last night, I thought, in the uh, uh, Survivor Season. Like I said, we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes, actually. He's doing pretty well, actually, up there in uh, the main roster. All right. Go ahead, Go ahead John. Well, hold on. All right. And while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you a quick uh, plug here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, tomorrow night we'll have Wrestling Revisited back in the normal time slot. 7 p.m., Gerard T. Smith and myself will be in the time machine coming out of it, and we'll tell you what moment we have. We'll also be recapping Raw for you tomorrow night on Revolution 138055-pound. And be sure to check that after 9. John will have your birthdays and dates. Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you as well. And don't forget, tomorrow night we have a very special thing coming up tomorrow night. And if Mr. WCW comes on the line today which I think he might, he might have the announcement to say. If not, I will tell you about the big announcement later on this afternoon. And you guys might want to stay tuned for that big announcement. Uh, And while John's still still researching, let's go talk a little bit more about our shows here. Thursday, of course, we'll be back with Todd Peel, 14562-POUND at 7 p.m. Wolfpack at 9, 138521-POUND. And on Wednesday, we'll have our triple stacker line up beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Rose, back in its normal time slot, 14138. we'll talk about the latest music, politics, and movies, mm. including some of the big movies this weekend that made a big splash, most notably Justice League. Of course, Thor continues to make a big splash. And we'll talk about some of the big movies that are coming out this Thanksgiving weekend. 8 o'clock, the wrestling debate, we'll be talking about who knows what. However, be mm. sure to check us out. Michelle, Gerard, and myself, and the rest of the gang will be on 13, or excuse me, 14. Uh, one, one, three, nine, yeah, one, three, nine, nine, two, five pounds. Sorry about that, folks. And at nine o'clock, we'll be talking about SmackDown this Wednesday night. One, three, eight, oh, five, five pound again on Revolution this Wednesday. So be sure to check that out coming up this Wednesday. <clears throat> All right, John. All right. For Sunday. Nineteen fifty. Danny McShane beat Vern Gagne to win the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship. Yes. <clears throat> In 1960, Johnny Valentine and Bunny Rogers beat the fabulous Kangaroos to win the NWA Northeast United States Tag Team Championship. Hmm. Yep. 1966, Mad Dog Vashon beat Dick the Bruiser to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. 1990, Mr. Perfect beat the Texas Tornado to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yes, I remember that. It was a great match with him and Kerry Vaughn. It was one of the first few times, one of the few times that they met. And the sad part about Kerry is, though, I mean, when he came to the WWE, unlike in WCCW, however, there was a lot of talk about. Uh, well, it happened after because of the accident. What happened when he was in WCCW? Just he never seemed to be the same guy after that accident. I mean. There was a lot of talk about him abusing uh, painkillers and all sorts of things. And it's a shame because, like I said, Kerry was a very good wrestler. He's very talented, too. But, uh, unfortunately, his life uh, was cut short tragically, and uh, we know why. 1991 WCW Clash Champions was held in Savannah, Georgia, in front of six 922 fans. Uh, Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat beat the Enforcers to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. Yes, I think that was when Steamboat first came back again to WCW after being in the WWE earlier in the year, if I remember correctly. And Rick Rude beat Sting to win the WCW United States Championship. Yep, I think that's when Rude started having Paul Heyman as his manager, and they started to build the Dangerous Alliance group. Yep. 1994, Chris Candido beat Tracy Smothers to win the vacated 
NWA World Heavyweight title. Yes, uh, Chris Candido, very uh, tragic, uh, very tragic uh, story on his uh, career. However, needless to say, uh, we left him. He left us way too soon. 1995 WWE Survivor Series was held in Landover, Maryland. The 95 edition broke the tradition of Survivor Series being held on Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. And that's not far from you, because uh, I remember that that main event was Diesel. Bret and Hart and Diesel, Diesel. Yeah. yes. That was a great match. Bret Hart won the WWE Championship. Yep. And that, but, uh, he would hold that title until WrestleMania 12, I remember. Yep. Yep, yep. 2000 WWE Survivor Series was held in Tampa, Florida in front of 18602 fans. Hmm. Uh, we remember this vaguely. A no disqualification match happened between Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, that's right. And the match ended with Austin dropping Triple H's car off that forklift. 30 oh, feet in the air. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. 2001, several changes occurred on this evening's Raw, the night after Survivor Series. Yes. Vince McMahon! <sighs> Vince McMahon fired commentator Paul Heyman. Yep. And he was introduced to Jerry the King Lawler. Yep, that's right. Yep, and also fired was Shane and Stephanie McMahon. That's right. I remember that now, yeah. Hey, is yep. Brock Lesnar responsible for uh, Paul Heyman being there? And I read somewhere that Brock Lesnar didn't want to do anything without Paul Heyman being his spokesman. Yes. Yes, I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. The WCW title held by The Rock was unbranded and simply known as the World Heavyweight Title. Members of the Alliance who held WWE titles were allowed to keep their jobs. That's right. They included Christian, RVD, the Dudley Boys, and Stacy Keebler. And also Tess, as he earned immunity from being fired for one calendar year. Yeah, he was lucky. I do remember that, yes. Yep. And William Regal got to keep his job because he was forced to kiss Vince's backside. Yes, in the following week, I think it was Marty Jannetty, if I remember. Yep. And then Ric Flair made his... And then Ric Flair made his return as well. Yeah. They said that... They, they said that Shane and Stephanie sold the WWE stock in order to purchase WCW and ECW. Yes. And he said that he himself was the consortium. Yes. Meaning that him and Vince were business partners. Yes. And also... Yeah, Vince started pulling his ear. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's always going deaf in that ear, I remember. Yeah. Yep. And also, Stone Cold Steve Austin came out to beat up Kurt. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, I do yep. remember that now. Yes. 2006, TNA Genesis was held at the Impact Zone. Yes. Uh, Abyss beat Sting to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. All right. 
2016 NXT TakeOver was held at the Air Canada Center. That's right. That's when Mickey James made a return. Yep. She made a one-night only return to WWE, and she beat... And no, she didn't beat no one. Asuka beat her to win, retain the NXT Women's title, and Samoa Joe became the first man to win the NXT title twice. That's right, yes. Yep. And happy birthday to Ted Turner, who's 79 years old. Whoa. Wayne Hart, 65 years old. Matt Nix, 27 years old. J.J. Perez, 38. Joe Chetty, 54 years old. And today would have been the 89th birthday for Dara Singh, former WWWA World Heavyweight Champion. And this is a big, bittersweet birthday, too. Yes. A 57th birthday for one of the macho man's managers, Miss Elizabeth. The true first lady of wrestling who should be in the Hall of Fame, and I hope she goes in this year. I've been promoting it like crazy. I think she's well-deserved, and I think she deserves to go in. I think this is her year. I think she has to go in. If not I China, agree. Then I mean, she, if not China, then her for sure. I mean, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. All right, let's go to Monday. All right. Let me put this out here. And while you're doing that, if you want to give the plugs on, I'll be right back. All right. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. ID numbers one three eight seven four four pound. Yes, this is three days before Thanksgiving and four days before Black Friday. And don't forget Monday, December twenty fifth, it will be Christmas. And also seven days after Christmas will be two thousand and eighteen. Hopeful I'm back. So I have Welcome back. Thank you. And before we get into anything else, though, I do have have heard, however, that there is some discussion right now, ladies and gentlemen, that Paige could be returning tonight, maybe. So we'll see if that's the case. However, we saw last week, however, her uh, get up into some hot water with uh, the management team, if you will, of WWE. But uh, there has been talk she might be back officially tonight, though. You never know. So we'll yeah. wait and see how that goes. Okay. So. All right. Go ahead. 1971, Waldo Von Erich won the NWF heavyweight title. Yes. 1990, NWA Clash of the Champions Thanksgiving Thunder was held in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. In front of 5,000 fans. How many? 5,000. Wow. Not a big crowd. Oh. Oops. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I don't see any title changes, but I did see that Sergeant Kruger and Colonel Deckert won a Pat O'Connor Memorial Tournament qualifying match. Yes. Um, 1992, Black Magic won the vacated CMLL World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. 1993, the first and only WCW Battle Bowl. And we want to go before we continue on. Guest for our friend, the Rattlesnake and El Patel, saying hello to everyone, including you, Roddy K. 
So, Anel, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. We're just going over birthdays and dates, and when we're done, we're going to go over war games and Survivor Series. So, welcome to the show here at 118. Okay, John, please continue. Sorry about that. 1993, the first and only WCW available pay-per-view is held in Pensacola, Florida, in front of 7,000 fans. So this was the only available pay-per-view. The concept had been seen before and would be rarely seen again on other WCW events. Hmm. Yep, Vader won the Battle Bowl Battle Royal last eliminating Sting. Yes. 1994, Bull Nakano beat Alondra Blaze to win the WWE Women's Championship. Hmm. 1995, in the Monday Night Wars, WCW Monday Nitro beat WWE Monday Night Raw in a 2.3 rating. Hmm. 2000, on Monday Nitro, the perfect event won the WCW World Tag Team Titles. Yes. 2002, Jeff Jarrett won the NWA World Heavyweight title over Ron Killens. Better known as R-Truth. Yep. 2007, Hulk Hogan's wife, Linda, filed for divorce. The two had been married for almost 24 years. 2011, WWE Survivor Series was held in New York City in front of one six seven four nine fans. JD, you still yeah. there? Yeah, I'm. I'm here. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just responding to Nell's comments on the chat box. Yes, I'm listening. Yep. Yes. CM Punk beat Alberto Del Rio to win the WWE Championship, and it began Punk's four thirty-five day reign as WWE Champion, lasting until the Royal Rumble of 2013. Yep, the longest reign uh, uh, for any champion up until then. And also, making his in-ring return since WrestleMania 20, and wrestled in that building at Madison Square Garden, was The Rock. That's right. That is correct. Yep. 2016 WWE Survivor Series was held last year. Um, and it featured Team Raw taking on Team SmackDown. Um, it had been in the main event that lasted only one minute and 26 seconds. Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar. All right. Okay. And now we have a few birthdays. Rudy Charles turns 40. Yes. Quiet Storm is 34. Extreme Loco is 37. Peter B. Beautiful is 39. Serrano turns 41. Oh, my God. Mama Benjamin, known as Thea Vittle, turns 61 years old. Jeez. And also born on this day in 1891 was Waldick Zabisco. Great, 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 great grandfather, probably of Larry, I would think. Yeah, maybe. You never yeah. Know. Uh, is that all we got? Yep, that's it. All right, thank you very much, John. Indeed, however, we got the birthdays and dates, and of course, you can check out all the birthdays and dates on this date, however, on the Facebook pages. John, I'm sure we'll add all those to the Facebook page and others. Ladies and gentlemen, in the meantime, one seven two four 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 seven forty four. 
Caller ID 138744-POUND. This is episode 118 of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday, November the 20th, 2017. You got Rowdy Rowdy K on with us. We got uh, the Human Suplex Machine. We got the Rattlesnake and El Patel in the chat box. And of course, I'm your host, the Lone Wolf, the Iceman, Jared Dijon. Gentlemen, we're now going to talk about War Games and NXT. How are from Saturday night? How are a lot of people uh, saw it? Some people did not see it. I know John was one of the people that did see it, but we're going to get his thoughts and we're going to get also. Uh, thoughts from Anel, if you want to give us your thoughts to Anel in the chat box, and we're going to hear from Roddy here and his thoughts. So let's get into it and talk about what happened on uh, Saturday night. Of course, the tagline going into this was, Houston, we have a war games, and we definitely did have a war games, however, in more ways than one, shall we say. The first match of the night, of course, was a warm-up match, of course. These were two matches that, of course, you can see coming up on the WWE Network this coming Wednesday night. So we'll get uh, thoughts from everyone on this. However, the first match of the night was a warm-up uh, pre-show, if you will, however. And here's what it was. It was Ruby Riot taking on Sonya Deville. As a result, they gave no time on this. But, uh, John, your thoughts about Ruby Riot taking care of Sonya Deville in the opener? Oh, uh, no. Uh, no comment. All right. Uh, Roddy K., your thoughts about this one? I was uh, unable to uh, watch either of the pay-per-view events. All right, well, we'll uh, just give you, well, I know you did not get to see him, but if you want to make a comment or two, I mean, uh, uh, any of these superstars you can, by all means, uh, we'll be glad to take it out. Uh, we'll be glad to hear your thoughts on those. Uh, RDK, however, we're talking about uh, the first match. I'm asking you your thoughts. The first match, uh, this was a warm-up match. Ruby Riot taking on Sonya Deville. So if you want to give us your thoughts, Howard, uh we'll hear from you and your thoughts here and um, uh, what you have to type up. So uh, if you want to give us your thoughts, go right ahead. Uh, John, the next one was uh, Pete Dunne taking on Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. This was a singles match for the U.K. title, however, and Johnny Wrestling came up a little short on this one, but put up a good effort, I heard, however. No, uh, to answer your question, though, uh, NL, uh, Sonya Deville did not win. Ruby Riot picked up the win, and in the next match, it was Pete Dunne, the U.K. champion, defeating Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. So if you want to give us your comments on both of these, go right ahead. Uh, John, let's go to you with your uh, thoughts on this next one. Pete Dunne taking on Johnny Gargano, a.k.a. Johnny Wrestling. Well, did Pete Rose win? No, Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was saying Pete Rose. Yeah, that's okay. Well, anyway, I think Pete Dunne showed Johnny Gargano a lesson just like he did to Enzo. Yes, he did. Yes, he did a few weeks ago. That's right. Yes, he did. Of course, he is known as the Bruiserweight, still the U.K. champion, of course, a very tough guy who, of course, won the U.K. title over Tyler Bates in one of the better matches of the year. Of course, a very good match that match was with uh, uh, Tyler Bates back in May, of course, in Chicago. Uh, up next, of course, was our first match of the night. However, that kicked off the show. It was Lars Sullivan taking on... Cassius, oh no. Well, it was definitely, oh no, for Cassius, oh no. If you were, as Lars Sullivan pulled off the upset here, John, this was a surprise to many. Yeah, big surprise. And Roddy K, if you would like to make a comment on this one or in the other match, guy, all um, I, I'm at a loss on all these. I'll just listen to you, you guys. All right, that's okay, no problem. And, uh, uh, and El tells us that Pete Dunne is a good wrestler. I hear he's on 205 with Enzo. I don't know too much of his wrestling style. Yes, he is a very good wrestler. Uh, no question about it now. He is a tough uh, bruiser weight in the United Kingdom. He, of course, fights a lot of guys like Tyler Bate, uh, Wolfgang, and others in the United Kingdom. And uh, he said, wait, Cassiano's lost? That's a shocker. Yeah, it is a shocker. Yeah, Laura Sullivan did defeat him there, uh, Now I was surprised on that, too, as Laura Sullivan pulled off the upset there. Uh... Certainly, that was a surprise to many, however. 
Up next, uh, Alistair Black taking on the so-called prince of the WWE in the NXT world, John. The so-called man who always has to say, say my name, the Velveteen Dream. This went 15 minutes, however. Black put up a good fight, as did the Dream. But in the end, it was Dreamland for the Velveteen Dream as he went to sleep, however, as Alistair Black pulled off the W. Your thoughts about this one? Alistair Black, he could get a future, future NXT title match, in my opinion. I think so. I think so. I mean, he's done very well over the last several months. He's done very well since coming up uh, to the main roster. No question about it. I would agree with you there. No question about it. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, and now if you want to make a comment on the Alistair Black Velveteen Dream match, please, by all means, go right ahead. Up next was one of the matches I had right, guys. And this is a match I picked right last week when we did our predictions. It was Ember Moon taking on Kari Zane, Nikki Cross, and Payne Royce. Ember Moon, however, mind you, however... Definitely uh, made it a bad moon horizon, shall we say, however, as she became the new champion. But the story here is that Asuka gave her the belt after Regal was going to give her the belt originally. However, and Ember Moon and Asuka showed uh, class with each other, however. And uh, now tells us Alistair Black won. I heard he has great entrance music. Grant Letty won. Yes, I would agree there. Uh, Alistair <coughs> definitely done very well. No question about it. Now, I think he definitely has a great future ahead of him. And I will be seeing him and most of these NXT superstars a week from this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, as NXT will be coming to Stage AE in Pittsburgh. And by the way, tickets, I believe, are sold out for that show now. I got my tickets early. So in case you're wondering where NXT is going to be a week from Thursday and a week from Friday, they will be in Pittsburgh a week from this Thursday at the Stage AE, which I believe tickets are all sold out for that show. And I believe they're also show, however, mind you, however, uh... Uh, Friday at the Jaffa Mosque in Altoona. I believe tickets are still available for that show. And Anel tells me, oh, God, Robin Hart faces JD. I want Akari Sane to win, but she did put up a good fight more, nonetheless. Yes, I would agree, Anel. She definitely put up a fight. And I was really torn between her and Kari. I really was along with Nikki. Mm-hmm. The only person I'm really not high on yet, and it's still a little early for me to judge how as Peyton Royce, but uh, John, uh, like I said, I picked Ember Moon against you guys. Uh, what was your take about Ember Moon winning the belt here in the uh, aftermath that fall with Oscar giving her the belt? I think she deserved it. Certainly, certainly. I mean, she's done very well. I mean, those two matches she had with Oscar earlier this year were very good. They were very intense. Uh, no question about. It. Very unique, shall we say? And uh, the question is, how long will she stay the champion? We'll have to wait and see, however. Speaking of champions, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us to our ma- semi-main event. Andrea Cien Almas with Selena Th- Vega, a.k.a. Thea Trinidad, taking on Tr- Drew McIntyre, the so-called chosen one. The story here was that Drew McIntyre apparently tore his tricep, we heard, and dropped the belt here as Andrea Cien Almas, however, shocked the world, however, by becoming the new NXT champion. John, i got to ask you your thoughts on this one and the aftermath that fall with McIntyre. Where do they go from here with McIntyre? Because there's been talk he might need surgery, and if that's the case, he could be out quite a while. Your thoughts? And I honestly thought that Drew McIntyre was going to hold on to that belt for for a while. Certainly. Until he lost the belt to Adam Cole. Right. See, that's what I was thinking, because I thought him and Cole were going to fight maybe down the road, say, like next uh, January, this January in Philadelphia, maybe, or possibly in New Orleans, possibly in April. But uh, Andreas and Almas, unfortunately, uh, no pun intended, got a little lucky, however, on his side, however, thanks to uh, Selena Vega, a.k.a. Thea Trinidad, however, and as a result, Drew McIntyre ended up losing the belt, however, uh i got to ask you, Howard, we have not heard an update yet on McIntyre. There is still talk, Howard, it might be just a torn bicep, but nevertheless, Howard, if that's the case, he could be out some time, Howard. 
And uh, Danielle tells us, I wanted Drew McIntyre to retain, but he got a tricep injury. That is correct, Danielle. We're going to wait to see how long he might be missing action. And I want to ask you, as well as John, how much time do we think we could see uh, McIntyre miss? I could see possibly less than six months, maybe even more. Yeah, six months. Yep. And it's unfortunate. I mean, this is a guy who just came back earlier this year, however, has made a big statement since coming back to the WWE and in the NXT uh, family, however, and now this uh, kind of sets him uh, back a little bit. But speaking of setting back, ladies and gentlemen, let us now go to the big main event. And I know John has been chomping at the bit for this one, as have I. And I'm going to weigh in on this one, ladies and gentlemen. It was the War Games, ladies and gentlemen. It was the undisputed era of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly taking on the Authors of Pain, Ackerman Rezar with Roderick Strong and Precious Paul Ellering taking on Sanity of Alexander Wolfe, Eric Young, Killian Dane. They went 37 minutes long, however. This was uh, the first time we've seen War Games in NXT. This was the first time WWE had brought War Games into play, however. We had not seen it since 2000. John, I know you were pumped up for this one going in, as was I. This match definitely did not disappoint. And in the end, the Undisputed Era, once again, stay on top of the heap one more time. Your thoughts about the main event. I got to say, that was one of the best matches ever in NXT. Certainly. Certainly. And like I said, I did see uh, some of the highlights, however, and I'll tell you, some of the finishing closing sequence, especially the last five, six minutes of the match, I mean, it looked like, I mean, it was like a demolition derby as uh, Percy Watson, Morrow, and uh, Nigel McGuinness, Morrow, of course, being Morrow Ranolo. Uh Overall, however, I thought it was a great main event, no question about it. And overall, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would have to give the show about a 7.5, close to an 8. What would you rate it? Uh, 8. You would rate it an 8, okay? And then now, if you want to give us your thoughts about the big main event we just talked about in the War Games as the Undisputed Era, again, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly taking on the Authors of Pain, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Ackerman Rezar, as well as Roderick Strong, and he gives us an 8 out of 10 as well. Thank you very much. And now... <coughs> and I guarantee you this, J.D. Yes. We're going to see another... War Games match soon in I, WWE. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I would not be surprised. And he tells us that War Games was a great match in his opinion, and he's with all of us. So definitely thank you very much, there. Now I would agree there. Yeah, I would agree, John. I mean, we have not seen too much of War Games over the years, however. I mean, it's because WWE just didn't feel it was proper. But from what I heard after the show, Sunday, or Saturday night in the early yesterday morning, I heard Triple H uh, was uh, definitely pumped. I was definitely... Uh, had a smile across his face, was uh, definitely uh, stoked to say the least, however. And like I said, folks, it will be very interesting to say the least. But uh, the next, of course, uh, NXT show will be coming up in January, ladies and gentlemen, at the Wells Fargo Center, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the home of Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. Then they will be down in New Orleans, of course, in April, followed by the Barclays Center with NXT TakeOver 4 in August. And, of course, the final one, of the year, unless they have one or two minor ones during the course of the year. It will be NXT TakeOver Hollywood. Yes, folks, the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California, <clears throat> one year from now, will be hosting at, live at the Staples Center as they announced the event this past Friday, ladies and gentlemen, as Glitz and Glamour will be coming to the City of Angels, however, next November with Survivor Series, Raw, SmackDown, and yes, TakeOver. But, you got a question? Yes. Triple H. Yes. I like I like what I like what I've been seeing out of him if he's got a lot of control. Yes. Do you see the difference between him and Vince? Is Vince back in the day had a business mind and yep. the talent was uh, uh secondary, but Triple H seems to be 
recognizing the talent, number one, is what creates the business. What do you think? Oh, yes. I, I would definitely agree. I mean, he, he definitely more and more. NXT has been his baby from the very go- beginning, and that's why Vince has given him full control of NXT's hands-on with all the kids, whether it be behind the scenes as a, like an a agent slash producer, whether it's a teacher or a mentor, sort of like what Dusty Rhodes was among the other trainers down there. Uh, he's uh, definitely uh, made. He's definitely become friend and foe to a lot of people over the years. We know that. But as far as the NXT kids go, I think, however, ever since Dusty passed away a few years ago, and John might back me up on this one, and maybe Anel will comment on this too. And John, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, you would have to say that Triple H has definitely become the uh, a great student teacher, a la Dusty Rhodes back in the day. Because I mean, he's become really. Uh, uh, very close with all the NXT kids, whether it be a guy like Owen, Sammy, Neville, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, Oscar, Shinsuke. I mean, all those types of kids. You would have to. Say and was the War Games? Was the War Games match? Would you equate it to the first tables, lanterns, and chairs with the Hardys and the Dudleys and the? Uh, you know, the one that got a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, they, they did get a standing ovation, I heard, and I think, and John Def, and Janelle agrees with me totally on that. Thank you very much, Janelle. Um, John would definitely back me on this one. John, would you say, however, like what Roddy just said, however, in a way, however, what they did Saturday with the War Games, however, even though we had not seen War Games in a long time, however, we've seen what TLC's done over the years, however, in all type of gimmick matches. But to bring it back just for one night, to test it out and see how much of a response they got, however, you would definitely think, like you just said, however, you would have to think that they would think about bringing War Games back again. Because like I said, they did a hell of a job last night. And uh, like I said, Nell's definitely saying Triple H is doing a great job taking care of NXT. No doubt about it, Nell. Like I said, I'm glad you're agreeing with me on that. So, John, I'd like to hear your thoughts on what I just asked you and also uh, what, uh, Roddy, or not, yeah, what Roddy K said as well. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I would agree. And you would agree on both of them or just one of them? I mean, what are you agreeing on, both or one of them? Both. Both, okay. All right, very good question there, Brody K. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you very much, Sean, as well as Anel. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go into the next night, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you what happened last night at the Survivor Series. Yes, folks, it was the survival of the fittest between Raw and SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, and here's what happened last night. Again, we were in Houston in front of 14,478. That was the attendance last night. With that said, here is what happened on the pre-show, and also here's what happened on the main show. Our opening match of the night, of course, was Matt Hardy taking on everyone's favorite guitar playing uh, uh, sing-along man, if you will. The man who I really can't stand more and more every week, and I don't think anyone can, is Mr. Elias. However, as a result, Matt Hardy ended up doing the J-O-B here. And Roddy K, we want to thank you for coming on the line today. I'm glad you could come on for a little bit and share your thoughts with us. Uh, please call back again next week or sometime later this week. We'd like to hear from you again. Uh, John, your thoughts about Matt Hardy and Elias. Matt Hardy and Elias. Um, good match. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I don't understand why they put on the pre-show, but... Yeah, I think they need some time to kill however, a few hours before the pre-show when you think about it. But uh, uh, would you say right now... Oh, Roddy K's back on with us. I think we just lost him, and now he's back with us again. Okay, Roddy K, welcome back. Uh, we were just talking about, I know, again, like you said, you did not see any of the show... But we were talking about Matt Hardy and Elias. So what are your thoughts about these two gentlemen? Hello, Roddy K. Are you there? Oh, yes. I, I didn't didn't get to see it, so uh, sorry for me to comment. So, That's okay. Go ahead. Okay. 
Nanelle, if you want to make a comment on Elias and Matt Hardy uh, about what happened last night, we just talked about Matt Hardy again uh, doing the, I wouldn't say the dreaded J-O-B, but in a way, he put up a half-decent effort against Elias. Elias coming through with the win here. Up next, uh, the Cruiserweight title. I know John, myself, and Nanelle, and the rest of the gang always have had really very strong uh, dislike for this man as of late. It is Mr. How You Doing himself, Enzo Amore. And speaking of how you doing, we're surprised that our good friend, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, has not made it onto the line yet. Hopefully he'll be joining us here shortly. Uh, John, i got to ask you your thoughts about this one. Enzo taking on Kalisto yet again. Enzo coming through in victory lane one more time. Your thoughts about this? Uh, Enzo, yeah. I knew he was going to retain. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Huh? And like I said, I thought uh, he was going to... Uh, like I said, however, we thought uh, he was going to find a way to, uh, let's just say, uh, come up short, however, no pun intended, if you will. But instead, however, uh, mind you, we did hear, however, that he came uh, through, however, uh, with the victory, if you will, however. And uh, so that being said, however, uh, that is what happened there. Uh, that, let me just see here. I'm just seeing something here, ladies and gentlemen, however. No, I'm just uh, sending a message to my friend. My uh, one friend's dog, however, just uh, had to go to the dentist today. So I just want to send out a get well wish to her and her family pet, however, a dachshund by the name of Hoagie. So Hoagie Man, uh, from yours truly, your buddy, however, however, here in Pittsburgh, however, and you can tell your mom and uh, your uh, sister, however, uh, get well soon there, mister. Hopefully uh, we'll be uh, having you up and running in no time. Okay, up next, folks, was our next match, of course, which was... Breezango, Cam, uh, excuse me, Tyler Breeze and uh, Vandango taking on the duo of uh, Tyler Breeze, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, John, your thoughts about this one? Oh, Zay- we we all knew Zayn and Owens were gonna, was going to win. Yep, certainly. And uh, we know that over the last few weeks, however, both Owens and Sami have received a little bit of a uh, backlash, both in on and off TV from the office. However. And uh, certainly, how are we uh, are wondering if uh, what kind of backlash they're going to be receiving, however, but we'll have to wait and see, however. And we can tell you right now, we will hopefully, however, uh, and uh, we hope to have a very special guest with us relatively shortly. Okay, up next, folks. Now we're going to talk about the main show itself, however. In the first match of the night, however, was the shield of Roman, Dean, and Seth, however, taking on Dean Ambrose, referring to Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, taking on the New Day, Big E, Kofi, and Xavier. This went 21 minutes and change. The New Day come up short, however, and the Raw team scores the first victory of the night, John. This could have gone 30 minutes the way these six guys went. I mean, these guys busted their ass. They tore the house down like Keelan. It was one of the better matches of the night. What were your thoughts about this one? Yeah, Shield winning, that was good. Yeah. Well, I don't like Roman Reigns, but I'm glad the Shield are back together, and that's good. Certainly, however. Certainly, however. No question about it, however. Well, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here with these two teams. Of course, we'll see what happens tonight. Sorry. New Day has replaced the Wyatt family, in my opinion. Uh, Rowan and Harper. I mean, yeah, yeah, oh trying, yes. They're trying to yeah. repackage them, but I'm not getting it. 
Yeah, I, I was just gonna. Uh, yeah, you talk about you just about the, you just talk about the Y family there, Ralph Roddy. Okay, good point. I want to start this too, and now I want to hear what you have to say about the opening match as well. However, as we went over the pre-show matches already, so if you want to go back and give us your thoughts on all three again, Matt Hardy lost to Elias. Oh, 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 on his face, the uh, New Day versus uh, the Shield it had to be yeah. a good match. John can vouch for me. It was a good match, Roddy K. I mean, like I said, and I said earlier, they went 21 minutes uh, with all six of those guys, and they could have gone at least another five, six, eight minutes easily. They tore it down. I mean, they were doing spots like crazy, and you couldn't tell half the time who was going to be in the ring. It was, it was I, a show. I'd like, like to see Big E get more serious and defeat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, it could happen. It could happen. You never know. We'll see. But that, that's a very good point there. You bring up a very good point there. Um, but yeah, that'll be. It'll be interesting. Like you said, getting back to what you were saying about the wives for just a minute. I know that tomorrow night they are talking about bringing in Harper and Rowan, known as the Bludgeon Brothers. They tested out the gimmick. I know a few weeks ago in the UK. Uh, I've heard so far very mixed reactions on that gimmick. However, I've heard a lot of people have uh, enjoyed that gimmick. Some people have not really enjoyed it. However. Uh, that being said, however, uh, we'll have to wait and see, however, uh, how that all goes, however, time will tell, uh, but, uh, you never know, folks, uh, you never know. Hold on, I'm just finishing something. Uh, like I said, however, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Okay, up next, uh, was, uh, Team Raw again, of course, uh, back in action yet again. Uh, this time it consisted of the women, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Oscar, Nia Jax taking on Team SmackDown, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Natty, Tamina Fauna. Becky was eliminated three minutes into the match, but the story here was that Oscar held off, however, two competitors laying the match to keep her streak going. John, your thoughts about this one as Raw made it 2 nothing with Oscar coming through in the clinch? Yeah, I was right about Oscar being the sole survivor of the team. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. I give you and that. that was a good enough Divas elimination match. Yes, certainly. And would you say that uh, we could maybe see again some to- at some point, however, we saw a little bit of tension between uh, siblings, if you will, of Tamina and Nia Jax. I mean, what was your take of that whole ordeal? <laughs> yeah, they're cousins, by the way. Yes, but that was pretty crazy when you saw them both in the ring together. Oh, yeah. Yes, certainly, certainly. And like I said, uh, you know, if you want to make a comment on this, by all means, go right ahead. And that ahead. was pretty shocking that Tamina did what she had to do, eliminate, and that was eliminate Nia Jax. Certainly. Were you surprised? Did she like, have help? What's that? What's that, Roddy K? Did, did uh, they have help uh, throwing uh, Nia Jax out? Did they double up on her? No, uh, she got counted out, didn't she, John? No, yeah, she got counted out. Yeah, she got counted out. Oh, man. She is hot. I like her. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the real surprise was my girl got eliminated three minutes in, however. Becky Lynch, the captain of SmackDown, I did take Team Raw, however. But Becky being eliminated three minutes in, however, with a roll-up by Bailey, that really surprised a lot of people. It even surprised me when that happened. But I'll tell you what, though. Oscar, like John said, and I've been on Oscar Mark since day one, however. More and more, she's getting better in the ring. I think down the road she is going to get a title opportunity, and I'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. But I'll tell you right now, she might be the most dangerous diva right now in the entire company. I mean, you can say all you want about Nia. You can say all you want about uh, uh, Tamina. No, it's Oscar right now. Oscar is the future, and she continues to shine brightly every chance she gets. Speaking of shining brightly, that leads us next to our uh, 
IC title matchup, however, as the U.S. champion, the Lone Wolf. Yes, folks, I'm being called the Lone Wolf today because apparently I won my bet, however, with a certain heartbreak kid, Fonzie. John and I definitely picked this right while Fonzie went against the grain here. Apparently, it was Baron Corbin taking on everyone's favorite person, The Miz, and as a result, he had his little boys with him, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, Mr. Dennis Hopper wannabe, as I call him all the time. As a result, Maurice was in the front row here, and it looked like... Uh, the Miz was going to come out with a victory, but John, in the end, the Miz is just like his hometown Cleveland Browns. Once again, big, fat goose egg. And as a result, SmackDown scored their first victory of the night here with this big win. And we saw what Corbin said afterward. Your thoughts about this one? <laughs> yep, Corbin, big, fat mistake for the Miz. That's all I can say. Certainly, certainly. I would agree there. And we also want to acknowledge now that Guest 5 is in the chat. Guest 5, welcome to the show. you got myself, you got uh, Roddy K, you got Anel, you got John and myself here. So uh, we are definitely uh, glad that you could check in with us. Hey, we hope to hear from you at some point this afternoon. Thank you very much. We'll let you know. I like the Miz. He's a good kid coming from that, you know, MTV days. But he's he's proven himself to be worthy of, well, you know, he's yeah. a good talker. He's, he's an okay worker, I think. Yeah, oh, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree there. But uh, there's times where he can get a little annoying and a little narcissistic and full of himself. I would agree there. And I've told this many times to not just John, however, mind you, however. And I've told this to all, all the people, however. And uh, Guest 5 says to us now, it's me, Austin. It's me all along. But, yeah, I would agree with you, Roddy K. He, he is getting better. Like I said, he has done well in the mic, no question about it, especially with the way those two have been jaw-jacking about, however, mind you, however. Uh, like I said, but... Uh, Who, who's pregnant? Is it, is it the other Bella it's, twin? No, or? no, it's Maurice, Mrs. Wife. She's oh, a, about yeah. time. Everybody's, everybody's getting pregnant at the same time there. Looks yeah, like. she's having a baby girl Especially next that. Yeah, she's having a baby Especially girl. that promo. That yeah, when, that, when, that, when I first said that promo a while back, I thought it was just part of the story, too. Yeah, but I later found out after the show that night, and John found out, too, and we all did the next night when we did a revolution, that it was legitimate, that uh, she is expecting. I believe she's due in April or May this next year. So that's uh, a baby girl, and like I said, I do want to congratulate both Ms. and Maurice on their new addition to the family, and best of luck to both of them, certainly, no question about it. How, even though I My hat's off to Ms. Yes. for the win to say that he knocked up Maurice. Yeah, true. Good point. Good point. But like I said, uh, congratulations to both of them, certainly. And best of luck. And not only uh, they expecting a child, uh, I, I'm sure you might remember uh, Maria back in the day there, uh, Roddy K, the old uh, interview girl. Well, her and her husband, Mike Bennett, the miracle Mike Bennett, who has been uh, through hell and back over the last few months, however, due to personal issues, however, and who might be back soon on SmackDown. I hope we get back on television soon. However, they're also expecting a baby next year. And I believe they're oh, right quick. Since yes. you mentioned since you mentioned the interviews, is uh, is yes. Renee Young been released? No, she's still around. She was on last night on the pre-show, and, and okay, okay. She, she she got married to Dean a while back, and she was on the pre-show last night. And uh, John can maybe vouch for me on this. She looked uh, pretty damn good last night, John. Yes, she, she did. She she always looking she's always looking good on the free shows, Roddy K. Let me tell you. Uh, also, last night you had uh, Jerry the King Lawler, you had Sam Roberts on, and you had Shawn Michaels as a guest because David Otunga wasn't on because David Otunga right now is in real hot water. He's in big. Hey, time are water. you a fan of Sam Roberts? I like him. I like him more than I like that other guy that they have on. Um, 
he, I know him since Opie and Opie and Anthony. Uh, he was a yeah. See, uh, I've guest, listened yeah. to some, yeah. I remember when he did the Opie and Anthony show in New York. Yeah, I've listened to some of his old shows on Opie and Anthony. Yeah, I I like Sam. Sam Sam's a good guy. Sam is like me. He cuts to the chase and he doesn't pull punch. He does pull punches, but he doesn't pull them too hard. Uh, the one guy I don't like uh, is uh, Peter Rosen. Well, I'm thinking of Peter Rosenberg. That's what I was thinking of. Peter Rosenberg. My mistake. Peter Rosenberg. I like. That's who it is. Peter Rosenberg was on the show. Sam, Sam's okay. Sam's all right with me. I, 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 I thought you were talking about Peter Rosenberg for a minute. I made a mistake there. Peter Rosenberg was on the pre-show. Sam was in the crowd. But Sam's still a good, Sam's still a good guy. But I like Peter Rosenberg more. Peter Rosenberg's my guy because Peter Rosenberg's a pretty decent guy. Uh, speaking of which, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our next match. However, uh, it was again for the tag. It was a tag team affair. However, and here's who it was. It was the Usos. However. Jimmy and Jay and the Uso Penitentiary taking on the Bar Boys, Sheamus and Cesaro. This went 16 minutes long. John, SmackDown tied it up here at 2-all with a pretty good match, and this was another big uh, test with all four teams. Your thoughts about that? I know. That was a nice tag team match next to Shield in the New Day. Certainly. Certainly, I would agree. And like I said, you couldn't tell who was going to win that one either. It was a back-and-forth seesaw match in that one. I mean, we saw what happened a couple months ago when Cesaro... uh, hit his mouth on the turnbuckle, thanks to Dean, of course, and he almost uh, ended up being upside down in that match last night. I forget who backdropped him. I think it was Jay who did it, or maybe it was Jimmy. He flipped him, if you remember how, and he almost hit his head on the buckle. I mean, he went full forward, and I was like, oh, geez, he's going to hit his head, he's going to hit his head, but unfortunately he didn't. But yeah, you're right. Uh, he gave it a good effort, no question about it. It was very entertaining, to say the least. Up next, of course, was the women's championship matchup, and this was one of the matches that I think we were all looking forward to seeing. It was Little Miss Bliss, John's favorite person, and not one of my favorite divas, if you will, taking on the queen herself. Woo! Charlotte Flair herself, baby. And as a result, Charlotte Flair gave SmackDown a 3-2 lead, however, as they made it their third victory in a row here at 15 minutes. John, your thoughts about Charlotte and Alexa? Oh, Charlotte. Well, as you, many of you know, I'm an Alexa Bliss fan, but I think on that night, Charlotte proved to Alexa that she's still the queen. Yes, she that is. The queen beat the goddess. Yes, she did, and, and it was a tough ordeal on both of these girls. We saw uh, both of these girls give it their all, and I was just about to ask you, John, and I'll ask Roddy Kane, and I'll ask uh, Nell this, too. And like I said, Nell, we hope to hear from you and uh, hear your thoughts on some of these matches, too. Uh, would you say down the road we could see maybe a Charlotte Oscar match? Maybe I mean I'm 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 guessing that might not happen until maybe Mania or maybe even at the Rumble. You never know, but we'll have to wait and see. But what's your take? Yeah, Roddy K. What about you? What do you think? Uh, do we see Charlotte? Man, I, I am still I I still haven't recovered from the uh, Sasha Banks false count anywhere against Charlotte match where she bend her backwards on the pole out there in the, in the oh stands, yeah but, last yeah, year yeah you, you yes. that, I was I was I was at home. I watched that after the fact, and I was like, I was mm. given a standing ovation at home. But yeah. I, I haven't seen that good of a good of a actor in wrestling in a long time. But uh, as far as uh, I can't pronounce the name, Ascara or whatever. Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think uh, Charlotte's being over promoted. Yeah. So, so uh, her against Charlotte would be. Uh, I don't think it would be a a, a card a draw getter. Mm, you never know. We never know. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch. But uh, you talk about Charlotte Flair. I've talked about this before on all the shows, and not just this one, but all, all the other shows. And now joining us on the line, I see, ladies and gentlemen, however, 
coming in under the late hour at the 4 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, here for the last hour of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen. The man who, uh, let's just say, uh, had a rough night picking, shall we say, in some of his picks, if you will. I'll be he right is... back. I'm going to get my uh, lunch, too. Okay, good. John and Roddy K has left us again, ladies and gentlemen. Roddy K, thank you again, uh, as I said earlier, for calling in. Uh, we hope to hear back again from you sometime next week. If not, <laughs> hopefully we'll hear from you before the end of the show. He is none other than HBK's favorite person, ladies and gentlemen. He is none other than the man himself, Mr. Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to episode 118. Hey, how you doing? Good, John just went to get his lunch, he'll be right back Roddy K, our friend, was in for a little while We're glad you could join us, we're just going over uh, The matches one by one right now Uh, We talked about the war games However, Uh, we're just getting Into Charlotte and Alexa, however If you want to weigh in on that one, we also talked about the Usos Match as well as the Team Raw Women's match and also the Shield Match, so if you want to give your thoughts into those Real quick, go right ahead Uh uh, not really. I'll wait until later. Okay, no problem, no problem. And while John's getting this lunch, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll uh, ask Fonzie some other questions going on. Uh, uh, Fonzie, we were also talking at the start of the show about some of the stuff going on uh, today, of course. Uh, earlier today, of course, uh, actress Della Reese passed away at the age of 86, the actress who was known in the movie Harlem Nights and also the show Touched by an Angel. Charles Manson last night passed away in his jail cell at the age of 83, believe it or not. David Cassidy, not in the greatest of health right now, in very serious condition right now. Uh, also, talking about passing away, however, uh, do you remember a certain athlete by the name of Terry Glenn? Yes, I did. Yeah, he passed away early this morning in a car accident at the age of 43. Yeah, enough, enough. Uh, but also, we were talking about uh, some of the things going on in the NFL. Uh, we saw what happened with Philadelphia being Dallas last night. We saw what happened with Marshawn Lynch and the whole U.S.-Mexican thing uh, of the anthem, one sitting up, one sitting down. Tom Brady picking apart, of course, them. The Packers absolutely getting packed away by the Ravens. They absolutely dropped some, uh, let's just say, bird droppings on them. We know what's going to happen with Atlanta Seattle tonight. Anything stood out for you as far as yesterday's NFL action at all? Huh? Well, I know, I know John is upset with his Redskins. Yes, blowing a 15-point lead like that against Drew Brees and then with five minutes and, to go. Yeah. Yep. And, they, and they got the Giants coming up on uh, Thursday night, Howard, which that was an ugly game. I mean, you talk about the ugliest games of the year. The, Gi- the Giants against hey, the City I don't care how ugly that is. It's a win. It's a win. You're right, exactly. Uh, what about uh, the Eagles and Dallas? What was your take on that Eagles-Dallas game? The Eagles seem to be for real right now. Um. Yeah, but now they got Dallas. They got Los Angeles Chargers. Yep, coming up on Thursday, and of course Minnesota will be playing Detroit. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I, and I do have some breaking news coming in. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. I have just found this out, however, I don't know if you heard this or not, Fonzie, but I will break this in to you now, ladies and gentlemen, about the Steelers. Apparently, Marcus Gilbert has been suspended for four games. Who? Marcus Gilbert, the tackle of the Steelers, for violating the performance-enhancing wellness policy. He will be out the next four weeks. Uh, He'll be suspended without pay. See, that's that's what I'm talking about, J.D., yeah. Okay. They they didn't do shit with Elliot until now. Yeah. And now all of a sudden this came out. I don't think this is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. 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 And then we saw and then like I said, earlier today we saw what happened 
about the whole Trump Lavar Ball thing. What's your take on that whole ordeal? I don't know. I don't know. And I think and I think John, I, I think John's returned. John, are you back with us? Yep. Okay. We got Fonzie on right now, and I just mentioned to Fonzie a few minutes ago as you were coming back. Apparently, they have now announced that one of the Steelers has been suspended for four weeks because of a performance enhancement policy. So uh, there you go. Uh, Roddy K apparently, I think, has left us again, and this time maybe he has left us for the day. So, Roddy K, again, thank you for coming on today. You made our afternoon very special here. Of course, and now we'd like to hear from you as well. Hopefully we'll be hearing from Mr. WCW this afternoon, Chad Hinshaw, as well as the Black Widow and King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. Speaking of Michelle Lynn Dodds, ladies and gentlemen, last weekend, or should I say, yes, it was last weekend, last Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, we had the trivia contest between the Black Widow and the Iceman. It was a good challenge, ladies and gentlemen, however, and I can tell you on good authority, however, it was a tough one, however, but in the end, the Iceman somehow found a way to melt down the Black Widow, but... Unfortunately, but there is a twist in this now. And, John, I don't know if you heard this or not, or Fonzie he hasn't heard this either. We can tell you now on good authority, and I think Chad will tell us if he comes on the line this afternoon, Howard. There has been a surprise in more ways than one. Tomorrow night on Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 p.m., get ready for Survivor Series Part 2. That's right, Part 2. And why do you say Part 2? Well, I have it on good authority, ladies and gentlemen, that Mr. WCW has made, will make the announcement this afternoon that there will be a triple threat match between the Black Widow, the Last Kicker, and the Iceman for the AWA U.S. title. So, folks, tomorrow night, after we go over what with news headlines and dates in history from John and a recap of Raw... In the 10 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, however, there will be a challenge, however, between the Iceman, the Last Kicker, and the Black Widow. The first person who gets the questions right will either retain the belt or become the new AWA U.S. champion. So, folks, get ready tomorrow night after 9 o'clock in the early, in, in the well, I would say, before the... Late night hours, however, or should I, I should say the late night hours, ladies and gentlemen, there will be either a new champion crowned or a champion staying on top of the heap once again. But, folks, this is very, very big, and I know Chad will be talking more about that, at least I hope, if he does come on the line this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll talk more about that here shortly. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 caller ID one three eight pounds This is Monday, November uh, 20th, ladies and gentlemen, 2017. Just after 4 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, 10 after 4 to be exact. you got the Iceman here. you got the, uh, the also the Lone Wolf, however, as well as the Heartbreak Kid. And, of course, the Human Suplex Machine. We do want to thank our friends for coming in today. Mr. Anel Patel, of course, uh, the Rattlesnake, of course, has been checking in with us this afternoon. Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, I believe, will be checking in with us shortly, along with uh, possibly some of our other colleagues. We also do want to thank Roddy Roddy K for coming in for a little while and joining us as well here this afternoon. Gentlemen, we're going to continue on now as we continue to uh, look back at Survivor Series last night. And our next match, hour was a very unique match, hour. Brock Lesnar taking on AJ Styles. Uh, we heard what uh, Brock, or what Roddy K said earlier about Brock Lesnar there, John. i got to ask you your thoughts about this matchup between these two, because there was some talk originally, however, that Brock got hurt, however, and now it looks like he wasn't hurt. What's your take on this whole ordeal about last night and about the match overall? Oh, man, that was good. Yes, I would definitely agree. 
I think I, AJ pushed Brock to his limits. Yes, certainly. And I could tell that Brock and Paul Heyman respected AJ for it. Oh, I definitely agree. Even uh, There was a lot of talk, however. And I can tell you right now, guys, according to reports, however, PW Insider is reporting that several SmackDown wrestlers are expected backstage tonight. So, folks, we're not sure if they're going to be on TV yet or not, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. And, John, as you said, however, about Triple H, however, this is what he said after the War Games, however, on a podcast. I think we've seen a franchise built here tonight. I think War Games will be back. I think when the time is right, we've got a lot of War Games excitement yet to come. What I'm really proud of with the guys that were in the ring tonight is they took something from the past. They didn't stand on anybody else's shoulders. They didn't stand on anybody else's roof. They made it theirs. They brought it into something for today, something new. They made it now. They made it the future. Your thoughts about these comments by Hunter? Oh, yes. They made it great again. No question about it. No question about it. And looking at the reports, how we understand, however, apparently this is what happened how, about the McIntyre match. Now we can say, uh, Dave Meltzer reported this afternoon, it happened late in the match when McIntyre was holding on to the top rope as almost hit him with the DDT, which was the planned finish. And also, believe it or not, for you uh, fitness uh, gurus out there in Crows Magazine, do you guys remember uh, a diva back in the day on the old Tough Enough show, Mandy Rose, who was on uh, Total Divas last year? You guys remember her? No, I don't. Nope. Fonzie, you remember her? Who was it? Mandy Rose. Well, anyway, uh, I think so. uh, yeah, she's she's sort of like a blondish type. Anyway, she was on the Tough Enough show, I think, and also told these. Anyway, she's on the new cover of Fitness Curves magazine. Let's just say. And uh, Sasha Banks, your girl there. Uh, uh, Fonzie has made some comments, however, that are very interesting. In fact, she talked about it with the Manchester Evening News, however, and uh, she said something about, however, this about Ronda Rousey. Ew! Train hard, girl. That's it. Bye. You're not on my level. I knew no jujitsu. And then what she said about Stephanie McMahon. I would love to wrestle Stephanie. I would love to let her know that I'm the boss of the WWE. She can just be the princess, but I'm the true boss. Your thoughts about these uh, comments made? Uh, let's get it on. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. And then she says, on I agree. Listening. Yeah, I would agree too. And she goes on to say whether AJ or Shinsuke will be on Raw. She says, I love my Shinsuke. I love AJ. He's phenomenal. I love picking his brain. Honestly, he's the best in the world right now. He's the greatest wrestler ever. I love him. So uh, Sasha definitely uh, had some quite comments. Then she says her best friends in the company are Biggie and Bailey. And uh, as far as in-ring ability goes, she says she likes to meet either Jackie, Jazz, Molly, Holly, Trish, or even Mae Young. So she has mm-hmm. some, good so some pretty good comments by uh, the boss, shall we say. And uh, one other news, however, I didn't know we can talk about, apparently, Al Franken is back in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, last week we talked about him getting in trouble with Leanne Tweeden. Well, apparently now, however, we understand that another woman, however, has claimed that Franken sexually abused her during a photo at the Minnesota State Fair four years ago. And, of course, however, they say that at the time, the latest accuser, 33-year-old Lindsay Mance, spoke to CNN on Friday just hours after Tweeden made her comment. She said the incident was uncomfortable and made her feel, quote, gross. She was at the event with her husband and father, the latter of which was sponsoring a local radio booth through the business. 
She met elected officials, celebrities, and political candidates. They knew who Franken was when he arrived and spoke briefly. She said that during a photo op, Franken, quote, pulled me in real close, like awkward close, and as my husband took the picture, he put his hand full-fledged on my rear for three to four seconds and then gave me a big wet kiss with his tongue down my throat. John, it seems like more and more Hollywood is becoming more of an eyesore and just absolutely disturbing. Your thoughts about this? Oh, I was saying the same thing. Certainly, certainly no question about it. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take? Well, was it? Al Franken, apparently, however, the actor who was best known for Stuart Smalley, however, back on uh, SNL, apparently got in some trouble again for uh, sexually abusing another person. And now... Oh. Uh, you know what? Let's get this over with, please. We got it as crap. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And like I said, there's a lot of talk, of course, of what's been going on. Of course, I mean, we know what's been going on with Kevin Spacey. We know what's been going on with other people in Hollywood. Uh, it's just been absolutely crazy, to say the least, however. Uh, nevertheless, however, we will keep an eye on this and watch this. We'll talk more about this and, of course, some other Entertainment news, including the top movies of the week, and most notably Justice League, which took in $94-$100 million this weekend in its opening weekend, ladies and gentlemen, this past weekend, coming up on Wednesday night on Outside the Ropes. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, at 6.30 p.m. All right, gentlemen, it is now time for the big main event, if you will, and here's what our main event was, ladies and gentlemen, last night. It was Team Raw. We know who Team Raw was. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Kurt Angle, uh... Finn Balor, Triple H, however. We also know it was also, however, Samoa Joe. They took on Team SmackDown as Shane O'Mac, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and, of course, the Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena. This went 33 minutes and change. We saw what happened late in the match when Triple H, however, found a way, however, to, uh, let's just say, performing a pedigree on Kurt, and then placed Shane on him, eliminating Kurt. But the question was, what happened afterward was very unusual, as Triple H laid out his own brother-in-law, and as a result, Triple H became, along with Braun, the sole survivors. Uh, Stroman did not find this amusing, John. We saw what happened in the aftermath hour, and it looks like we might see something develop between these two. But overall, what were your thoughts about the main event in general? Oh, man, it had everything. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. No question about it. I would agree. And would we say right now at this point, could we see a match? You couldn't think of a good all-star Survivor Series elimination match between everyone. Oh, yeah. I would agree. But the interference between Zayn and KO, now that that was hokey. Why why would they attack Shane if even if he was on their side? uh, Yeah, I was just going to ask you that And why would Triple H also attack Kern as well? I don't know. That That's a very good question. You bring up a very good point there, John. I don't know either. I mean, unless they're putting Owens and Zayn on Raw, however, and acquiring some of the Raw talent, I don't know. That, that That's a very, very good question. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people were really confused about that as much as I was. However, I think a lot of people, however, were definitely uh, discussing that. However, I mean, I don't know what should happen next, however. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, obviously, but... Uh, that being said, only time will tell. I mean, let me ask you this, though, and I'll, Fonte, I'll give your pick in a second. Uh, do we see Owens and Zayn possibly maybe show up on Raw tonight? And if so, are they going to be joining Raw full-time? Probably joining Raw. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's a very good possibility. Uh, Fonte, let's go to you with your thoughts about this. Go ahead. Well, let's see what happens tonight. Yes. 
And did you go, and did you guys hear what happened after the show was over? I think I mentioned it to uh, I think I told New Fonzie or if not I'll tell you now and I'll tell John the same. Apparently Triple H was heading back in the ring, how heading out of the ring after the match was over. Well, he fell down and as he was coming up the ramp, power Stephanie was trying. I don't know if it was maybe he was concussed after those two big slams by Braun Strowman, but he apparently walked into the set of the Survivor Series. And I don't know if he was knocked loopy or concussed so badly, however, he could barely even sing, or he could see anything. But uh, that being said, this was a surprise to me, and uh, I was really just blown away because, I mean, it just didn't seem like that was like him uh, to do something like that. But, John, I know you had a chance to see it. What was your take on that whole ordeal? Oh. <laughs> Ron whooped him up pretty good. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He definitely did. No question about it. And like I said, folks, uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, but uh, that being said, folks, there you have it. The Survivor Series recap, however, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, uh, before we get into anything else, let's uh, get final uh, thoughts uh, from uh, John and our uh, also colleague, Mr. Fonzie. Uh, Fonzie, I know you did not have a chance to see this show, but uh, overall, however, uh, what would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? If I would have saw it, it would probably be 8.5. John, what about you? 7. I would give it a 7, too, however. And like I said, we'll see what happens next, because, I mean, tonight they're going to be in Houston, tomorrow night they're in Houston, then next week we got Knoxville, and uh, of course, uh, Lexington, if you will, and then two weeks from now, L.A. and San Diego, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, um, hold on. Uh, like I said, however, uh, coming up, of course, uh, December 5th, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, Uh, anyway, however, uh, we'll see uh, two weeks from uh, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what happens, however, as the Tribute to the Troops show will be taking place two weeks from uh, uh, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, on Tuesday, December 5th, live from San Diego, ladies and gentlemen, however. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be that'll be happening. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the final pay-per-view of the year will be coming up on Sunday, December 17th, live from Boston, ladies and gentlemen, from the TD Garden, however, in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will definitely be uh, watching that very carefully. Of course, a lot going down, however, so uh, definitely be watching that for sure. Um, Let's see. Uh, In the meantime, folks, we're going to be here for another 35, 40 minutes, however. Uh, Does anyone want to Discuss anything, however, I mean, by all means, however. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you. Um, not yet. All right. John, do you want to throw out anything right now? Not yet. Uh, you're both good there, okay. And as I said, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, however, that coming up, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, that uh, later on tonight, 11.30 p.m., just after Raw, you can check John's Facebook video on Facebook.com at G-R-O-H-S at Facebook.com. He will talk about who knows what. We'll talk about war okay. games, Survivor Series, yes. football, and uh, anything and everything under the sun. Uh, one thing we did talk about today, though, uh, Fonzie, before you came on the line, it was a very bittersweet birthday, however, today for Miss Elizabeth, who, uh, John, you said how old was she today? 57. Yeah, 57, so... 
There you go. If you can believe that, Fonzie. So, 57 years old. The true first lady of wrestling, however, uh, believe it or not, however, uh, she would have been today, is Miss Elizabeth. So, happy birthday to her. Certainly, hell, yes. Uh, definitely well worth it today. And, like I said, definitely going into the Hall of Fame, I feel, next year. She's definitely worthy of that honor. Uh, in the meantime, guys, I guess we got a few minutes to kill, however, but in the meantime, we're going to maybe uh, toss out... Uh, some thoughts right now. However, I mean, obviously, of course, uh, with uh, the year just about ending soon. However, with Starcade coming up this weekend, uh, this coming week, I should say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, which our fearless leader will be attending, ladies and gentlemen. I want to talk about uh, some other things, uh, what's going on right now, and that is uh, what's uh, maybe we can toss out some uh, things as far as fancy matchups go. So if anyone wants to throw out a fancy match or two, uh, the sky's the limit, guys. Uh, you know the rules, how anything goes. I mean, it's fine. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you first. Uh, if you want to start out with our fancy matchups today, uh, by all means, go right ahead. So, uh, tell us, uh, what you got. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Triple H. <laughs> well, it could happen. I mean, that's a very good match you bring up there. I mean, we've seen, we've seen these guys, uh, have some issues over the, a couple times over the years, and it could happen again. It's a very good possibility. Good, uh, Observation there. Uh, okay. Uh, who do you like in this one? Uh, Kurt Angle. All right, John. What about you? Kurt Angle versus Triple H. Kurt Angle. And you know what? I'm going to make it three in a row. I'm going to think Kurt Angle is going to win this one, too. Okay. Very good match there, Fonzie. Start out. Uh, John, let's go to you next. All right. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor. Ooh, another good one. And there has been some talk that these guys might go at it this year at WrestleMania down in New Orleans. However, it could happen. Uh, very good match here, uh, uh, John. Very, very unique, however. Okay, who's your pick in this one? Shinsuke. All right. I'm going to go with Finn on this one. I think Finn could beat him on this one. I'm going to go against you on this one. I'm going to take Finn. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What's your pick on this one? Nakamura. Nakamura is your pick. Okay. All right. Good match there, John. And I guess I will round out the trio here in this one. And here is my first match. It will be... Let me think here. Okay, I got it. Let's go with Shawn Michaels. And Shawn will take on... Hmm. Uh, Shawn will meet... Give me a minute, give me a minute. Okay, I got it. Shawn Michaels to take on Bruno Sammartino. Yeah, that's a good one, I know. Uh, I'm going to go with Bruno. I got Bruno on this one, and I don't think I have to ask Fonzie who he's got. Bruno, baby. Exactly. And, John, what about you? Bruno. All right, so good matches there, guys. In the first round, we'll go another round. And uh, who started out first? This, who started out? To, uh, Fonzie did. Yeah, Fonzie started out. Okay. So, John, let's go back to you. We'll start with you in round number two. Uh, I don't know. Take your time. I mean, it's no problem. Uh, Triple H versus Braun Strowman. Uh, 
Fonce, you did that one, right? No, so you I did didn't. Triple H versus Angle. Oh, you did so you did Triple H and Angle. Uh, good match, John. Uh, that's a match that we could very well see, and there's been some serious talk about that match. That That is a very good possibility that match could happen. All right. Uh, very good match here. Go ahead with uh, your winner. Uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah, I'm going to say, sorry, I'm going to say Braun as well. Uh, uh, Fonzie, go ahead with your answer. Braun Strowman. Okay, so all of us got Braun Strowman again. Okay. Uh, up next, we'll go to Fonzie with his next pick. Uh, go ahead with your uh, pick. You start. I'll go last. Okay, I'll go second this time. Okay. All right, yeah. next is going to be a War Games match, and I'm going to make it a little different than you would think, guys. You're going to like this one. It is going to be a very interesting matchup, but this time it will have six guys rather than ten. It'll be a three-on-three match, or, you know, actually, we'll make it ten. We'll stay with the ten one. Okay, here's the ten that I will pick. We'll pick Von Eriks in action, and they're partnering up with the Road Warriors against the Freebirds, uh, Terry Gordy, Michael Hayes, Buddy Roberts, and then the Road Warriors, uh, and then their partners will be the Midnight Express and James Cornette. John, who do you got? Uh, the Von Erics. The Von Erics and the Road Warriors, okay. Fonzie, what about you? I agree with you. Uh, and I'm going to go with the same there, guys, so there you go. Okay, uh, we're two rounds in. And uh, round three this time, we'll go. We'll keep going in circles here, guys. And we'll do another round. Round three. I'll start round three off this time. And here, no, my, my turn. No, you start around one. I ain't do round two. Sean, start around two. You started the first round. Yeah, remember I say I go last. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we didn't start round three yet. Okay, you're right. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh. I'm going to go with <laughs> um, Big Papa Pump yep. versus Braun Strowman. Ooh, that's a good one there. Braun Strowman and Scotty Steiner. Okay, uh, who do you like in this one? <laughs> oh, Braun Strowman. John, who do you got? Yeah, I'm picking Braun. Yeah, I am too. Okay, guys, good matches in round number two. All right, we'll go to round three. Up next, however, I'm going to start off this time. And I will start it off with the women this time because we haven't had any women yet. So I'm going to start with my first women's match of the day. It will be Asuka taking on Sasha Banks one-on-one. And I'm taking Asuka. John? Yes, same thing. Fonzie? Sasha. You can go with Sasha. Okay, after you go against Oscar. Okay, no problem. Uh, John, we'll go to you next. All right. Um, Kane versus um. 
Bruiser Brody. Ooh, that's a good one. Kane and Bruiser Brody. That's not a bad match. I like that one. That's pretty good. Okay. Who do you like in this one? Bruiser Brody. You know what? I'm going to go with Bruiser Brody, too. Uh, Fonzie, who do you like? Kane or Bruiser Brody? Who is it? Kane versus Bruiser Brody. Kane. You know, with Kane. Okay. Good match there, John. And Fonzie will wrap up round three with you before we start with you in round four. Let me go with the girls. Um. Oh. Uh. Blake Stratus versus Sasha Banks. That's a good match. That's a real good match there. All right. Um, Trish Stratus. I was gonna say you got Trish in that one. I'm gonna take Trish as well. However. And, uh, Fonzie, what about you? No, John. Oh, sorry, John, go ahead. Trish. All right, very good match there. Okay, Fonzie, you're up again because round four starts with you. Big Daddy Cool Diesel versus The Undertaker. And they did meet, I think, once, however, in a mania. And I think John knows which mania I think I'm... No, that was a mania. Was yes, it was. It was WrestleMania 12. Yeah. It was WrestleMania 12. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, uh, good, good match here. Very good match indeed. Okay, uh... Once you made the match, go right ahead. Uh, the Undertaker. You know, Dead Man Rocking himself, okay. Uh, John, who do you got? Undertaker. You know what? I'm going to go against you both here. I'm going to take Big Daddy Cool. I think that the, the, the Jackknife Powerbomb comes into play here, guys. I'm going to go against you both. I think it's going to be Big Daddy C coming through with a big, big victory. So I'm gonna take Big Daddy C. All right, good match there, guys. Very, very good match, Tower indeed. All right, uh, up next, of course, we'll uh, go to Fonzie. Or Fonzie went already. Sorry, John, we'll go to you. I'll go last again. Um, you want to talk about another good Divas match? I'm gonna have to say Oscar versus uh, Lita. So Oscar versus Lita. Hmm. This is a good match. Okay, who do you like in this one? Oscar. Hmm, okay. Uh, John, who do you like? In, or, uh, sorry, John. I mean, why did I say John? Uh, Fonzie, who do you like in this one? Oscar or Lita? Lita. You know with Lita? You know what? I'm going to say Oscar again. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I mean, Oscar's tough, man, and Lita will give, it a, her, give her everything she can handle, but at the end, however, I think the Oscar lock's just too dangerous, however, and I think... Uh, we're just going to find a way to just tap, tap, tap on this one. So that is my pick. All right. Up next is me. Uh, so here's my next pick, guys. Uh, this is going to be a good one here, and you're going to like this one, however. Uh, this is going to be a street fight, if you will, however. It will pit. Let me think for a minute. Okay, I got it. AJ Styles will be in the streets, and he will battle Terry Funk. John, who do you got? Terry Funk. 
Fonzie? Terry Funk. You know what? I got to go with Terry Funk, too. I mean, Terry Funk, too. I mean, he will win this one. Even though AJ will try to give him all he can handle. However, in the end, however, it's come up a little short. Uh, so that's what I think as well. All right, guys. We're four rounds in. We'll go fifth round, however, as we keep the uh, rounds going. However, because we are expecting, we are, hopefully are expecting at some point here this afternoon, Mr. WCW Chad Hinch on the line. If not, we will try to hopefully hear from him before the 5 o'clock hour with his raw rating prediction as well as Monday Night Prediction. Of course, again, tonight the Seattle Seahawks will be taking on the Atlanta Falcons in Seattle, shall we say, as the Seahawks banged up with uh, Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman are back home, however, in the Emerald City tonight. Uh, so we'll start round five off with... Who do we start uh, round four with last? Me. You, right? Okay. Uh, Fonzie went round four. John, you start us off this time in round number five. Okay. Um, Undertaker again versus Goldberg. Ooh, Goldberg and the Taker. Hmm, okay. Who do you got here? Uh, Undertaker. All right. Uh, Fonzie, who do you like? Taker. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Goldberg. I think Goldberg can uh, put him down. I really do, however. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see, however. Uh, have to wait and see how that happens. All right, you're up next, Fonzie. Um, big Beast, Big, big Beast, Big Love. Yeah. Sam Bigelow versus uh, the Big Show. Ooh, Bam Bam versus the Big Show. Okay. Very interesting there. Okay. Uh, that being said, who do you like in this one? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Bam Bam. John, what about you? The Big Show. Ooh, okay. All right, guys. Very good matches here. Okay. Up next for me, I'm going to go with, let me think here. Okay, I got one. This is going to be a submission match. And you're going to like this one. Samoa Joe versus the human suplex machine. No, not you, John. Taz. <laughs> Who do you like in I this wish. one? Samoa Joe. Fonzie? Who, who's Samoa Joe fighting? Taz. Taz? Yeah, Taz. Samoa Joe. You take Samoa Joe? All right. And like I said, hold on a second. I am going to go out on a limb, and I will say uh, the human suplex machine in this one. I mean, I like both competitors, but I think Taz will pull out the W here. All right. Uh... I think we'll go one more. We'll go twice more, however, because I'm hoping we, uh, like I said, hopefully before the five o'clock hour, we have a surprise joining us on the line. But if not, we'll hear from him uh, from his comments here uh, in the uh, chat box, or uh, he'll leave me a message and give us his thoughts here as well. So uh, we'll start uh, part six, and this time we'll start with Fonzie. I always start with me. Yeah, you're 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 easy to start with. That's why, because that's why I'm going last all the time. 
You're leaving me with no options here. <laughs> I know. Uh, <clears throat> all right, Randy Savage. Yeah. Versus Jack Jake the Snake Roberts. Ooh, good match. The Snake versus the Macho Man. All right, who do you got? I'm going to call it a draw. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Fonzie, what about you? Or not Fonzie, John, sorry. Uh, the Macho Man. Go with the Macho Man. Okay, uh, John, give us your next match. Um. Okay. Hell in a Cell. Cactus Jack versus Sabu. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. Cactus Jack versus Sabu. Okay, give us a winner on this one. Sabu. You know, I'm going to go with Sabu, too. I, I agree with you on that one. I think that's definite on that one, no doubt about it. I would definitely agree there. Uh, Fonzie, who do you like, Cactus Jack or uh, Sabu? Sabu. You're going to take the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal madman. Okay. Good matches there, guys. And before we go on, Howard, John, if you want to go out the plug real quick, I'll be back in two minutes, and we'll uh, go with my last pick in round six, and then we'll go one more round. Okay, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. ID is one three eight seven four four pound. Pound. Press one. Press that key button. We're still here for a few minutes, but we're still here for a few minutes. Of course, we might be expecting a guest here momentarily. Who knows? Who's that? <laughs> I, I downloaded an app. It's called Fart Cushion. <laughs> it's the Fart Cushion, Whoopee Cushion. <laughs> Sounds like a real fart. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Uh, my turn, right? Yep. Okay. Yep, we're waiting for you. All right, my last uh, match of round six before we go to round seven, ladies and gentlemen, is a good one. So get ready. It is going to be, hopefully, uh, let me think here. Okay, I got it. Let's do uh, Superstar Billy Graham taking on, however, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Superstar Billy Graham versus The Miz. Oh, God. The Battle Talkers. The Battle Talkers here, guys. Superstar Uh, Billy Graham. 
Yeah, me too. I'm going to go for the Miz. Traitor. You got to help me last night. You got to help me last night, buddy. That's all right. Don't worry about it. That's all right. (laughs) All right, however. Okay. You got lucky last night. Yeah, I did. You're right. I did. You're right. I did. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, go to round number seven, however. And we go into round seven, and I believe Anel has left us. Yes, he has left us. So Anel Patel, the rattlesnake, has left us too, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately. Anel, thank you for coming on the line today. Hopefully we'll hear back from you tomorrow night. Uh, have a good rest of the evening. Uh, definitely we'll check back in with you tomorrow night. Okay, uh, round number seven. We will start the final round, however, mind you, however. Uh, if uh, Chad can make it, if he can make it, however. Hopefully, uh, as we're cutting it close here to the quarter to, uh, like I said, uh, 5 o'clock hour at 4.45 p.m. Right now it's 4.43 here at uh, the uh, old uh, watch desk here at the talk show. Uh Let's go to round number seven, however. We'll start out with, uh, like I said, round number seven. And I will start off round seven this time. Uh, round seven begins with... Uh, I'm trying to think here. <laughs> okay, I got it. It will be a... Let's see. I did a ten man battle, a ten man earlier. You know what? I'm gonna change it up this time. I'm gonna go with uh, Iron Man match this time. Yeah, I'll do an Iron Man match. And here are the competitors that will be competing. Sixty minutes. First pinfall win. Sixty minutes. Most pinfalls win. It will be two guys who are big in their own right. It will be. The Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar, is number one. And number two will be Big John Stud. Oh, my God. Yeah, talking about two big bulls, however. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. I think that will happen. That's my prediction. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. Big John Stud versus uh, Brock Lesnar, 60 Minutes. Iron Man match. Who is the bigger of the two? Are you kidding me? Uh, Super City. All right. And, uh, whoops, I just fixed. Okay, thank you very much. And, John, let's go to you with your uh, prediction. Suplex City. You know what? I'm making it unanimous, guys. I will take Suplex City as well. All right, guys, very good uh, for all your matches today. Uh, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Excuse me, sorry about that. I just had something in my throat there. Uh, call ID one three eight seven four four pound. Of course, we are here till five o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, don't forget next week, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will be talking about the preview of. Uh, Let's just say the Clash of the Champions is just around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about that next week. Of course, we'll also talk about the aftermath of Thanksgiving. Of course, a lot going down this week with football and family and everything like that. I hope everyone is having a very nice and safe Thanksgiving week, however, so far. And again, I hope that everyone does have a very safe and happy Thanksgiving this weekend as well. Don't eat too much turkey out there, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, definitely uh, be sure to... uh, Keep an eye on that, however. 
Uh, I did see a little bit of a story here. Like I said, guys, I'm just trying to find it right now, apparently. Uh, where is it? I don't see it. Oh, here it is. Apparently, uh, we understand that apparently there is another, uh, let's see, another story that came out today. I had to see here. I just saw it. Oh, yeah, here it is. Apparently, however, this is uh, apparently what uh, the president said about Marshawn Lynch's little incident yesterday, guys. In case you want to hear what he said. This is what he said just a little bit ago, just a short time ago. Marshawn Lynch of the Oakland Raiders, however, where is it? Here it is. Uh, stands for the Mexican anthem and sits down to boost for our anthem. Great disrespect. Next time, NFL should suspend him for the remainder of the season. Attendance and ratings way down. Uh, John, your thoughts about the comments here? Uh, get a life. Yeah. Whoever said that. Well, that was the president who said that. But he does have a valid point in a way, somewhat. I mean, I think Lynch was a little wrong in this case, but I don't know why he ended up doing this yesterday, if you ask me. Uh, Fonty, your thoughts about this? What does it have to do with football? Seriously. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to have nobody out on the national anthem on the field. They did the national anthem before all the players came out. And we kicked it off. Now all of a sudden, you know, it's, what's the big deal? Yeah. It's not disrespect, and it's not like he's doing the, uh, the, the do, like, I don't know. Let me ask you guys this real quick. I mean, real quick, before we continue on. Are we setting ourselves up to be that way? I mean, is it looking like more and more could we see the NFL turning uh, a page? No pun intended, like you just mentioned, Fonzie. I mean, could we see that happen in the next few years, maybe within the next year or so, if at this rate, if this continues? What? What you just mentioned, however, of uh, them doing the anthem before uh, the game, however, when no one was yeah. in the stadium. Before I mean, the we, players came on, yeah. Could we see that happen? Yeah. Yeah, I, you will. I, yeah, I, I definitely could see that, too. I definitely could see that, too. John, what's your thoughts? Agreed. Yep. Well, we'll definitely be watching, guys. We'll definitely be watching very, very carefully. As I said, folks, uh, a lot has happened however, over the last several weeks however, and in the last year or so. Of course, earlier today, of course, uh, I also heard some stuff about uh, LeBron James, about Colin Kaepernick, saying that uh, what Kaepernick has done, of course, uh, in taking a stand against the league, however, has been, uh, in his words, uh, totally wrong, and that he feels that uh, actually he's not getting the credit he deserves, however, and he should be uh, up on the lines of guys like Martin Luther King Jr. and Muhammad Ali, and, of course, last week we found out that uh, Kaepernick was named GQ Man of the Year, believe it or not. So uh, go figure there. Um, but, folks, we will definitely be watching this more and more, of course, uh, in the coming days and weeks ahead. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, of course, will be a very special show at 1130. We'll be back, at, of course, in our normal time slot uh, with Wrestling uh, Revisited tomorrow night, 139926-pound at 7 p.m. Gerard and I will be in your time machine and giving you our favorite time and place. Of course, we do want to thank the boss man, Mr. WCW, last week for the last two weeks, I should say, filling in for Gerard and myself. Of course, giving us some great memories of Starcade. Of course, don't forget, as I mentioned, Starcade will be coming up at the legendary Greensboro Coliseum this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. Bell time is 7.30 p.m., and I believe tickets for that show are sold out. So next week, folks, I know 
We will be hearing from Mr. WCW about this during the course of the week, however, and other things as well, folks. So uh, some of the card, however, in fact, uh, we're going to pull up the card real quick before we uh, skadoosh, however, as we like to say, however, and give everyone a chance to get uh, their thoughts on the uh, rain, uh, the Starcade card for this uh, coming Saturday night. Of course, it is going to be a blockbuster lineup, to say the least, however. Hold on, uh, I got a call. Okay. Well, John's doing that, folks. I'm going to pull it up right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here is, uh, like I said, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, are you done with your radio? Almost. All right, you need to hurry up because your mom's come on her way to get you in like five minutes. Okay. All right. Okay. We right. just is that is that your dad's on? Okay. Well, John's. Uh, no, that was my stepdad. That was your stepdad. Okay. All right. Well, real quick, let's go over the lineup real quick for this uh, coming Saturday night. It will be AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal with the Sing 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 Brothers in a steel cage. Charlotte versus Natty with Ric Flair uh, being in Charlotte's corner, we understand. Baron Corbin taking on Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. title. Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Dash Wilder versus Dustin Rhodes. It was just announced last week. That's going to be an interesting match. And in the fatal four-way for the tag titles, it will be the Uso Penitentiary taking on Gable and Benjamin, taking on Owens and Zayn, taking on the New Day of Big E, Kofi, and or Xavier. From top to bottom, looks like a pretty good show. John, your thoughts about this Saturday? John, are you there? Okay, I think John is not with us right now. Uh, Fonz, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm still with uh, you guys. Oh, okay, John's back with us. John, I was asking uh, your thoughts about the card for uh, Saturday night in Starcade. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like to be a good card. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I would agree there. Fonzie, what about you? What? The lineup for Saturday night at Starcade. What are your thoughts? Uh, should be fun. Yes, it should. And we will be, of course, hearing from our good friend, Mr. W.C.W., Chad Hinshaw, as well. Uh, Chad, was you got that right. Chad was supposed to join us, however, but unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond our control... Oh, wait a minute. Now he's on the line with us, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't know. <laughs> Just sneaking on the late hour. I didn't know what that was. I thought it you were Fonzie. He, he tricked both of us on this one. Join us now in the late hour real quick, however, for a couple minutes anyway, however, and I know John's in a little bit of a hurry, so we're going to try to make this quickly as we can. Is our friend from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. He is Ric Flair's favorite neighbor, if you will. He will be with him all day Saturday and, of course, sometimes even on Sunday. He is Mr. WCW himself. He is none other than Paul Heyman's favorite uh, client, besides Brock Lesnar. He is Mr. <laughs> Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 118. Howdy. But, uh, yeah, sorry for coming in on such a late hour. Oh, wait a minute. We got another surprise, too. Hold on. We got another uh, surprise, too. And just when we, we thought we, things we were going to be more interesting, we have a surprise. A spider has just walked into the studio, ladies and gentlemen, looking <laughs> for a purpose here. So we want to talk about her real quick. I didn't even get a chance to plug her son yet, however, because I know she'll do the plugging. She is going to be in that triple threat tomorrow night with the Iceman and the last kicker from Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, however. She is the M to the L to the D, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, how are you? I'm all right. Well, you got Fonzie, myself, Chad, and John. 
Uh, first yeah. off, I must ask, however, your uh, what? Uh, how did Caleb do in his tournament this weekend? He finished tenth. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations <laughs> to Absolutely. Caleb indeed. That's awesome. And uh, I know Chad was about to say something. Michelle, we'll get to you in just a second. Chad, you were about to say something. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you were about to get ready to do your uh, your thing you always do at the end of the show there, but I was coming on primarily to, to do that. But, of course, also here, folks, uh, just to give a quick – let me get let me get this out of the way so that I won't forget about this, but I'm sorry to hold everybody up. Uh, <clears throat> here's the thing, uh, folks. Like I said here during our promo last night, uh, due to right now at this time it is up in the air about the Friday edition of WWS Revolution. We will keep you informed on that as, of course, as you know, I'll be going in to have a routine MRI done on my back, and it is questionable if I will be able be kind of uh, coherent enough to even host it. If I am, I will take I will take forward, go forward with it. But if not, like I said, you may hear like I said, you may hear like I said, uh, uh, just one or two different voices here uh, Friday night. But it, it will be discussed here, of course, and we'll get everybody on that. And of course, also with with myself and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Attending Starcade this Saturday night is a little bit questionable about power hour as well, but we'll keep you informed on that. Even if I have to do it uh, Sunday afternoon, I'll do it Sunday. But like I said, it, everything will we'll do our very very best. Like I said, towards the end of the week to What's get that? things done, but everything will be everything will be done. Of course, like I said, on schedule as we did talk about in a promo last night with Revolution, Wolfpack, and of course our other shows here as well. Want to throw that after? Okay, I think JD had to step away for a minute. Uh, but uh, but let me see here. Uh, John, were, were y'all about to do any predictions? We were just about to start, but I, we can hold off for a couple minutes. However, uh, I want to. I'm Roddy Cave was on earlier today along with Anel. I was going to ask you, you guys, however, and I don't know if John's going to be in a bit of a hurry, however, and if he is in a bit of a hurry, it's understandable. But I was going to ask you and Michelle both, Chad, and I'll start with Michelle on this one. Michelle, what was your take on last night's Survivor Series? Did anything stand out for you? Um, <clears throat> I give I give mad props to AJ Styles. Uh. He he took on the beast like a like a real champ. He really did, and he and I I really think that that was one of the best performances of the night. Honestly, I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what was what was your take uh, on the uh, New Day match? Uh, predictable. I mean, very predictable. Like you know, the Shield just got back together. There's no way in hell they were going to make them lose. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Right. So you know, it went it went like you expected it to go. Certainly. Um, also, I did not expect the men, the the raw men to win. That was not where I thought that was going to go with it. But the ending of it was pretty interesting. Yep. And yep. the video that I saw when it went off of Triple H was freaking hilarious. Oh yeah, when he went into the Titan Shrine. Yeah, we were yeah. laughing. We've been laughing about that all day. Yeah, that was good. I got a hand told. He didn't know where he, he was. was. <laughs> he, he he was so freaking. He had no idea what happened. Not a clue. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Um, right. But I did, I did, I did think that the SmackDown men were, were going to win that, but it ended interestingly, and all I'm going to say is Triple H has made a new enemy, and God help him, because 
Braun Strowman is probably going to break him. Yeah, oh, I agree. I would um, I, I will say that I think that the the next match of the night was Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. That was a really good match. That was entertaining. Yeah, I agree. That was very entertaining. Uh, yep. I I think they killed it together. Honestly, I think they they had really good chemistry. That it was it was really good of them too. Um, let's see. Uh, Let me ask you this though: uh, What about Oscar and her performance? Even though Becky went out early, what was your take on Oscar's performance in the Raw Ladies team? Well, that was a given. Honestly, I knew Oscar would win it for them because I mean, you know, yeah. it's Oscar. She's undefeated. You True. know, you can't you can't screw with her. So yeah. Um. But, you know, it was it was okay. I mean... Yeah. Talk about enemies, uh, though. Uh, John talked about Owens and Sammy with Shane O'Mac. How we saw what happened with them in the main event after they beat Brizongo in the pre-show. Yeah, of course, well, and, you know, word is now is that Stephanie McMahon backstage was getting was talking to Owens and Zayn about coming to Raw. Ah. There's a video on YouTube about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's hope that changes. Uh, let's hope, well, no, not change, but let's hope that happens because I think that some of the Raw roster can afford to come to SmackDown. They need to. Um, they need a little bit more pep in the roster and whatnot and all that. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, like I said, I, I'm going to say it again. AJ Styles, I'm telling you that, that there's a reason why that man is called a phenomenal one because I've never seen – one competitor bring it to Brock Lesnar the way he did last night. No he question. did not back down. He held his own, and it was tremendous. And he said on Twitter today that if Brock Lesnar ever wanted a rematch, he said, let's do it. Let's yeah, I saw, I saw that too. Yeah, and I think so, that would be – yeah, I agree. That, that, to me, blew my mind. I mean, they went out there 16 minutes and absolutely – Tore it down. They they was it was one of the underrated matches of the evening. I feel it really was. And yeah, was and, and another one that really pissed me off that uh, I I really didn't like was that the Usos beat. Shazar, yeah, I wasn't too happy about Shazar that either. Davis. Yep, yep, I wasn't either. Um, I thought that was a big disappointment, let down, crock of bullshit, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, my opinion overall, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't you know nothing to write home about you know to mom or whatever, but. Um, like I said, definitely two matches tonight with AJ and Brock and um, Alexa and Charlotte Flair. Uh, I mean, you know, those two girls, they tore it down, honestly. They really yeah. did. It was a really good match between them. Speaking of tearing down, yeah, speaking of tearing down, and I'll get Chad's opinion too on this, did you watch the War Games? And if so, what was your take on War Games? Well, I mean, in my opinion, NXT here lately is killing WWE, yeah. honestly, on the pay-per-views. Uh like, their ratings and everything are just blowing them the hell out the water. Yep. Um, I mean, I think it was a really good – I think it was a really good pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, no shock that Ember Moon won the belt. But, no big shock there at all. Yep. Um, you know, it was okay, but now here's the thing. Yep. So, um, Drew McIntyre is on his way up. Right. So, and I'm glad about that, but I'm not glad about who's holding the NXT title. That I'm not glad about because yeah. I can't stand that dude. Um, I think they can pick, you know, it, it's a matter of time before Adam Cole gets that belt. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be in January at Philadelphia. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it's a matter of time before Adam Cole gets his hand on that damn belt. It, yep, it's just, agree. It's inevitable. But if, if Drew McIntyre, come, when he comes up the roster, he really needs to go to SmackDown. 
I yeah, really I agree. Really that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, like I said, overall, it was it was a okay, you know. But really, I, I am shocked that they let AJ bring it to Brock Lesnar like that. I really am. But then, yeah. then it's like, I'm glad they did because that was an A-plus freaking match, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, without question. I agree. I want to question. Chad, uh, what was your take on the War Games, and what do you take out of the Survivor Series from last night in uh, Houston? Well, War Games, uh, from, what I, from what I saw about it, I mean, obviously the – uh, it, we we've all talked about it. It was a matter of time before we we you saw Ember uh, uh, Moon go be the next one to hold the belt. Uh, it would have been her or kind of been, or, or some people were saying the girl that won the May Young Classic was in yeah. it too. Right. Uh, it would have been it would have been probably one of them too. But I mean, I'm I'm first off, uh, even though I was a little bit surprised about it, I was still it was kind of expected. In my personal opinion, but I'm glad to see that she got that. I'm glad to see that, you know, one person that that really, like said, you know, has really brought her, like I said, a name on this, and also the fact that Asuka was there to, you know, to show respect and all yes. that. And that was that Definitely. was 100 percent, 100 percent awesome. The other matches, of course, uh, the um, of course the War Games itself, uh, Dynamite. From what I from what I heard about it. Um, I did go back and read a little bit more on it. I didn't get a chance to really catch it, but yeah. from what I read about it, I mean, I, I thought it was a top-notch thing. I mean, it was also a darn shame, too, that, uh, uh, of course, as we reported on our special Revolution show Saturday night, uh, yeah. uh, it was it was a pity that McIntyre hurt, got hurt during this process. Right, but, exactly. So, so, I mean, so I'm glad. To, but but all, overall, you know, Michelle's saying that he's on his way up here. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's no stranger to it because he's uh-huh. been there. So I mean, he he, he knows he knows the thing. But I mean, like I said, he just wanted to, you know, get get a little film of what it was like, you know, with all the young bucks in there. No pun intended. Right. <laughs> but uh, now, as for Survivor Series, I went back and took a, took some good long looks at that. The overall thing, uh, first off. Well, what, what shocked me was that right there, you know, in a way it didn't really shock me, that one thing WWE did pull was the fact that we thought there was only going to be one pre-show match for this thing, and they said there was three. Right. They added two more in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, those were those were okay matches. Uh, yep. Uh, the Cruiserweight one, I mean, was I, I'll be honest with you, even though I wanted Kalisto to win, no. it was kind of our, it was kind of interesting. They would, they would still keep it this, once again, this time around on Enzo for some reason. Yep. Uh, but uh, you know, how long is he going to hold it this time? It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to say. Right. So I mean, but nonetheless, uh, like Michelle said, the AJ Brock match, <laughs> good clips of that. That was a that was a great uh, that was a great encounter there. The Charlotte Alexa match. Yep. Uh, you know, putting a figure eight on there like that. I was expecting really Charlotte to win, even yep. though. That some people might have been pre, pro raw, pro SmackDown. I mean, they had to be rooting for the other side on on both uh-huh. fronts. But nonetheless, I thought the Charlotte, I thought the Charlotte pulled off a real good victory. I mean, two good wins in a row. I mean, first off on SmackDown, winning the belt, and then yeah. turning right around, around and then winning this thing against Alexa Bliss uh, at Survivor Series. Uh, the Shield, well, I think it was academic that they were probably going to pull it off against the New Day. Uh, uh, but as for the as for the uh, the Survivor Series matches themselves, Asuka winning, like Michelle said, no surprise. Yep. Uh, she really brought it on. I mean, they said that 
you know, her and Natalia, I mean, yeah. please, come on, man. Yeah, they, they mean, did. They really did. Yeah, yes, they did. And, and, and the men's, of course, like I said, this is the one more thing I wanted to talk about here. Sure. You know, what was kind of, it, did, it did kind of surprise me, and then again, it did not surprise me that somehow Triple H was going to, was, 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 was letting his, I'm sure you probably said it several times yourself, J.D., letting his ego probably get in the way of things. He did. And because he wanted the glory once again. Because he, cause you got to keep in mind, this man, here's, here's, here's the funny thing. I mean, if you all agree with me or disagree, you all do whatever you want to do. Okay. But, but the man, like I said, yes, he's got a big, he's, on, he's, he's up in the front office now most of the time, you yep. know, putting together these things and all that stuff. you got to admit, this man has, has missing competition on a regular basis completely. How, how, I mean, that's what really took over in his mindset yeah. and all. And so he he wanted to be the he wanted to be the one man who stole the spotlight here and wanted to take the glory for for Raw. Uh huh. So yeah. I mean, he said that he yeah, didn't want to, he didn't want to let Kurt Angle or anybody else do uh-huh. that. I mean, spe- I mean, especially with the fact that Kurt Angle's job was possibly at stake in this as well. Oh, it was so, it was Stephanie told him, remember? So yeah. But, oh yes, yes, I remember that. that. That's what I'm saying. But of course, like I said, the fact that Braun Strowman and all that didn't really appreciate the fact that you know someone, the fact that someone kind of dissed, you know, uh, you know his team captain and all that did not play it fair to the way the way it should be. But I mean, I mean, did Braun, did Triple H get what he deserved from Braun? Some people may say yes. Some people might say yo. I'm no, and I might be kind of in between that. Mm-hmm. But like, I, but like I said before, I mean, I thought. You know, Raw pulling off pulling off the whole thing four to three in this whole situation. I thought it was a I thought it was a dynamite. I thought it was a great thing that came up from behind there. And of course, Ann was telling me all this stuff last night here too. So that's how I heard about a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But, but nonetheless, I see repercussions tonight on Raw as a result of this. No doubt, no doubt. Let me ask you and Michelle real quick, however, before we wrap it up here with our uh, Raw range and predictions as well as Monday Night Football score. I'll ask Michelle and then I'll ask you, Chad. Do we see Triple H and Braun at the Rumble? Michelle. Hell yeah, bring it. Chad? Why not? And I'm saying the same. And uh, Fonzie, John, you said the same, right? Yeah. And Fonzie, you did too, right? Yep, bring it on. All right. Well, we'll see, guys. I mean, there's going to be a lot happening. And we did hear, speaking of which, however, that these two matches have now been listed for tonight. However, uh, Samoa Joe will take on Finn Balor once again. And we have now heard Jason Jordan will take on Braun Strowman tonight. Uh, real quick. Oh, we'll... dear God. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> but let me ask you guys this other question real quick. And I just mentioned this person a little bit ago. Uh, we saw last week what happened with Paige. Does Paige return to Raw tonight, Michelle? No. Please no. Chad? <laughs> kind of hard to say. I mean, I thought it was supposed to happen last week, but of course with what happened, it got her in hot water. Uh, I'm on a long shot, but I, but I agree with Michelle. I don't, I, I, I don't think WWE is quite ready to bring her back in. I'm going to say no as well. Fonzie. I don't know. I don't know. John? Uh, what? Does Paige return tonight? <laughs> no. Um. You know what? I hate to say, guys, I'm going to go against you all. I think she does return tonight. I think she'll return uh-huh. somehow, some way. And if she does, may she get her ass kicked properly. 
And call, and yes, I would agree. I would agree with you there, Michelle. I would agree with you there wholeheartedly. And it's going to be interesting because we saw what happened last week because she unfortunately did not get a very good reception. She did not get received well properly last week after a little Twitter thing uh, on Instagram, but we'll have to wait and see. But I know I did mention this earlier, however, and I will let Chad do this one announcement again, however, before we call today since we are going past the 5 o'clock hour, and it's only fitting here because it's, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Chad, we have a big triple threat match for tomorrow night, don't we? Uh, yes, we, yes, we, yes, we do here. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, as of course, as as it was made here, of course, during our special revolution show Saturday night, it will be once again the AWA US World Heavyweight Championship being defended. I'm hoping that belt can, the leather on those straps can, uh, the leather on that belt can hold up here as number of times that. Things around JD flung that thing around all over the place. I mean, I can't believe it. That was a tough one there, there, nice. That's gonna be even tougher tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, under triple threat rules here, and also, of course, we're conducted under wrestling jeopardy rules. Uh, JD will once again defend this belt against not only Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodd gets another opportunity to go after the gold, but now it seems that uh, that a new Trivia title challengers come into the mix, and that is a Fonzie. Yes. So, so it's going to be it's going to be a very a very unique uh, very unique situation. This very unique match here and all. And of course, like I said, uh, can Michelle or Fonzie dethrone the Iceman? We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Of course, on Revolution here tomorrow night, along with the rest of the news and news, sister and birthdays. And talk about, of course, tonight's Monday Night Raw show, as well as highlights from Survivor Series. Indeed. Thank you very much, Chad. And as we uh, take you in now for the night, Howard, we're going to give you our Raw range and predictions, as well as the fun Monday Night Football score. We're going to start it off with Chad, however. What is the Raw rating tonight in Houston? And what is also our Monday Night score between Atlanta and Seattle? Oh, okay. Uh, for the Monday Night Raw, the ratings here. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna give it a 2.1 again. I'm just gonna just be cautious. We're gonna say 2.1. And as for the main event for that, um, you know, after hearing you know, what we've been talking about here and everything. My, my my prediction is not going to be a match. It's actually going to be a moment, we'll say. All right. Uh, it is going to be Kurt Angle confronting Triple H and Stephanie about what happened in Survivor Series last night. Okay. Very good. So that's my first match we'll have at the end of the show. And Atlanta and Seattle, uh, of course, if anyone, if anyone knows, that's heard about Atlanta and Seattle, it's, of course, myself, of course, two big-time opponents, of course, of my beloved Carolina Panthers. <laughs> which, by the way, pulled off a good win on that last Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, it's going to be a good. It's going to be. It's going to be a good game with that. I predict as much as I really had to do because this is a big time rival of Carolina. But I'm just going to go with Atlanta beating Seattle. Uh, but it's not. It's not going to be a big time score. I'm going to say 23-20 Atlanta winning. Okay, thank you very much, Sir Chad. Michelle, let's go to you with your raw reigns and uh, predictions and uh, the Monday Night Football score between Atlanta and Seattle. Um, <clears throat> well, after last night, I mean, it should come up a little bit, I hope. So I'm going to say 2.2. All right. Um, 
I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of shit going on tonight after last night, but I'm going to say I want to see the main event yes. be uh, uh, Braun Strowman. Well, no, it can't be Braun Strowman. He's so, uh, let's see. No, I'm I'm still going to say Braun Strowman's going to pull something out of his hat with, oh. with Triple H. Triple H interfering with something. Mm-hmm. Whatever the main event is, and Braun coming and taking him out, and he should. Yes. Um, as far as the football game, I have no clue. Okay. I mean, no problem. No clue. Okay. No problem. Thank you very much, Michelle. Fonzie, let's go to you next. All right. What was last week's rating? Last week's was a two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. What are you saying? Two point one five. Correct the mundo. Uh, oh, every time we say something, it, it goes opposite. Yep. Last week we want to see uh, the main event. What, what was it last week? Uh, we that was Kane and Braun Strowman. That was when Kane uh, got power slammed through the ring. Remember? Was <laughs> Last week on Raw, oh. that, that was when Kane got power slammed through the ring. However, there was a big set, the whole ring went down. Excuse me, down the middle. And we do want to thank Michelle for coming in on the line. Michelle, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. We will talk to you tomorrow night, dear. Have a great Monday night. Give Caleb and your mom our best. Um. Uh, no, we want to see the women's match last. Monday night. Right, and we were wrong on that. It turned out to be Kane and Braun, remember? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was so, it? This week? I don't know. Um, I'm going to agree with Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and what do you, who do you like in the football game tonight? Uh, I like Seattle, but... All right. <laughs> Uh, I have Seattle's defense. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Atlanta's gonna come out. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Upset at Seattle. But I think Seattle's gonna beat Atlanta. Twenty-four right. twenty-three. Ooh, close score. I like that one. Okay, John, you uh, are next. <laughs> Sorry for my stepdad's tolerance. Tell him we're uh, almost done. Okay. All right. Um, my score is going to be 2.2. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did, who did you say Ron Stroman was taking on? Jason Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan's going to get squashed. But my main event's going to be Joe versus Bowler. Good prediction. I'm going to go with you on that. I'm going to take Joe versus Bowler, too. I think it'll be a 2-1. And I'm going to take Seattle... 30, Atlanta 14. I think the Falcons are going to be in trouble. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a good night passing, and I think the Seahawks are going to fly high, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so, again, folks, we want to definitely thank you all for coming in on such short notes. We do want to thank Roddy K. We want to thank the Rattlesnake and El Patel. We do want to thank uh, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Fonzie, of course, as well as the Mr. WCW himself and the Black Widow today for joining us here in the late hours. And, of course, don't forget, as Chad said, folks, tomorrow night promised to be an exciting two for Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. It all gets underway at 10 o'clock. And uh, 
we will definitely have an exciting show for you, John. We'll have the birthdays and dates. Drew and I will have your news headlines for you, and we'll also be taking care of the time machine at 7 o'clock, and I'll close this out with the song, John, so you don't have to worry about that tonight. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the big triple threat tomorrow night uh, between Fonzie, myself, and the Black Widow. It is going to be for the AWA US title, folks. We're going to have a lot to talk about, and as I said also, tonight after 11.30, be sure to check out John's Facebook page. Well, he'll have a lot to talk about, including War Games, Survivor Series, and Raw, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook.com at GROHS.com. So, for the Heartbreak Kid, for Mr. WCW, for the Black Widow, for the Rattlesnake, for Rowdy Rowdy uh, K, however, this is the Iceman and also the Human Suplex Machine saying so long from ringside, and we'll talk to you soon. And as we take you out tonight, however, on this Thanksgiving weekend, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to you all. We're going to play a little... Uh, Mackenzie Bros for you, the 12 days of Christmas, so it's only fitting we can do it right now. So, guys, have a great Monday night, and we'll talk to you again next Monday. Happy Turkey Day, everyone. Good day, eh? In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day. This is the Christmas part. Look out the window. Where? What are you doing? No. Oh, head. What? Here's the quiz. Here's the dust. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days? Um, uh, the 25th. Right. What's the 24th? That's two. Uh... Uh, wrestling day. Boxing day, yeah, yeah. I knew New Year's. New Year's Eve. Okay. Uh, there's two Saturdays and Sundays in there. That's four. That's nine. And three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. By the way, that's me on the organ. You start. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks. Two turtlenecks. That should be more there, eh? Fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of back bacon. Two turtlenecks in a tree. See, you need more. Four pounds of back bacon. Two turtlenecks in a tree. Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two fours, four pounds of back bacon, two turtlenecks in a tree. Okay. Nice gift. Oh, six packs of two fours, four pounds of back bacon, two turtlenecks in a tree.
This should just be the two days of Christmas. It's too hard for us co-hosts. On the eighth day of Christmas with Tulip gave to me eight comic books, seven packs of smoke, six packs of two forks. And a beer on Good day, and welcome to day 12. Then two, four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a And I say good day. <laughs>